0: Drug Podcast Network. Normally, when we do these little beginning anecdotes for you, they're something that happened a long time ago when Joe and I were children or when we were teenagers or maybe in our, you know, early 20s. You know, something that happened quite a long time ago. But this one is not like that. Last year, we tried to record an episode about Trappist beers. All about it. We had almost every single Trappist beer that you could possibly get your hands on. And we got our good buddy Ben Weiser to come by and try these Trappist beers with us. And it was great. It was a wonderful episode. A little long, but I think we're okay with that. And it was slated to come out on Thanksgiving Day. It was going to be a great episode. Until Joe's computer crashed. We tried to revive the file... I tried sticking it with a needle with a bright green stuff inside of it, like reanimator, nothing worked. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you just gotta start again. Christopher Scarborough. And I'm Joe Taylor. And welcome to the Curioso Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be drinking quite a bit of alcohol tonight. Um, and we just want to all encourage you together, as one, please, drink along with us.
1: It makes the show funnier. It makes us more handsome. You're going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah.
2: It, it actually makes <laughs> my beard shinier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So if you can get any of the beers that we are discussing, absolutely drink those along with us. And we're going to be discussing other companion beers and comparison beers along the way. So make sure to have those handy when we get to them.
0: Just
3: drink
2: a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really, I mean, we don't even <laughs> you could just drink liquor. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just just drink uh, a lot. Just with drink something. You it. should probably be yeah. drunk before you mm-hmm. before you yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah. For
2: right. the cheese section, we recommend uh, <laughs> while not American slices or cheese products unless um, you rub your feet on them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take some cheese um, whiz. Take, take your, your shoes, shoes off. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, barring that, leave some polio string cheese on your radiator for at least 30 minutes before consuming. Yeah, you want to get room temperature. Yes. Room temperature string cheese. So before we get started,
0: I just want to say this episode comes out on Thanksgiving Day, so I want to tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm really thankful for the spike of people who have gotten on to our Amazon link and just bought stuff. Thank you so much for buying stuff and giving us some money for the Christmas time. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. So, Joe, what are we here to talk about today? Today we are going to talk about Trappist trappist beers to, to rapist no <laughs> i'll take the rapist <laughs> you mean therapist that's what i said the rapist so uh yeah we're here to talk about trappist beers but mm-hmm. because we actually brought trappist beers to drink yeah for the second time yeah yeah <laughs> we just didn't want to do it alone we had to uh we had to have uh some friends over yeah you, you guys want to introduce yourselves sure Oh,
3: so gentlemanly of you! You Gave me the gesture
1: <laughs> that I can go first. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Joel Murphy. Uh, I do another show with you guys, Thundergrunt Network. And that's the other oh, thing I... we've joined. I was gonna say it, but Joe, yeah. stop me. Go for he it. He just was like, "Blah blah 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 blah" at his
0: mouth face thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've joined a podcast network, Thundergrunt, yes. and
1: yeah. uh, these guys are both a part of uh, the Thundergrunt podcast network. Uh, yeah, so I, I do a show on there called Hobo Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, website hobotrashcan.com. Um, I also, I think the reason you guys invited me is I work for Duclos. Yeah. So. We actually
0: just invited you because uh, we just saw your avatar on Facebook and we were like, yeah, yeah. just come on out. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that you work for Duclaw. It's <laughs> yeah. just a bonus. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I was just the quickest at Taiyu. You yeah. were literally yeah. the quickest to get back to us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm Patrick Stork. Uh, I'm also on the Thundergrunt Network and kind of help orchestrate some of it. Um, I have a show on there called Expert of Nothing that's a live boarding game show. Uh, you guys have done the censorship episode already? Oh, no, yeah, oh, That's coming right, out in yeah. January. <laughs> that, well, you're fine. Oh, so I got I just got a beat, buddy. You just got a beat. That's okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and I think I was picked for this one because I tend to drink through the Expert of Nothing recordings, so <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I sample as I go. All right, guys, so a
3: Trappist, it's a long, long, very interesting history. Basically, it is a, um, a branch off of the church, the big, the big church. The Catholic Church. <laughs> Were you, you waiting for us to? Yeah, it you know. I mean, it's all the you know, whatever.
1: Um, what he meant is the only correct church. Oh, is that? They, they have it right. In <laughs> terms <laughs> <Church> of religion, <laughs> they figured it out. Okay, <laughs> yes. That's why they've stuck by their guns. <laughs> yeah, Protestants can rewrite yeah, as they, much as they yeah, want. Yeah, they they they've got the out. one book, you yeah. know. Uh,
3: so it's the order of Cistercian monks who actually became Trappist monks. And they got the name from the first abbey
0: that was founded in France called Le Grande Treppe Abbey. And uh, this was founded in France in 1098, yep. which is really a long time ago. That's quite yes. a bit. Yeah. A very, very long time quite ago. Quite a bit ago.
2: Practically a millennia. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously.
0: So uh,
3: the monks basically split off because they... Pretty much thought the majority of the congregation they were in kind of lazy, you know. And the teachings they took were from St. Benedict, who, you know, he basically told them uh, through his teachings that you have to be productive, self-sufficient. You have to work. You can't just lay around and hand out that little plate and ask for money. Like, that's not how, you know, their, their quote-unquote
2: God wanted them to be.
0: Or, or their interpretation
2: of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, I mean, even according to the Bible, God had a six-day work week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, but they, they had to produce something, whether it was wine, cheese, bread, um, beer, preserves, whatever, they had to make something.
0: Uh, also one of the the kind of strange things a lot of people think that Trappist monks take a vow of silence but that's completely untrue. Uh, it, they just have a tendency to not talk yeah you know it's like talking is kind of it's not forbidden you know it is kind of frowned upon but the whole idea is to just instead of whistling while you work or talking while you work, you just sort of work you do what you have to do and you really you know the the things that you make in mm-hmm. order to to you know be able to live your lifestyle as a monk there you just don't you just don't really talk about it (laughs) you know you just make you create a a lot of them
3: i I was watching a few videos a lot of them said that it's a way of like meditating yeah it's like yeah yeah. it's praying while you work kind of exactly Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah which i you know that's you know uh what is that called you're yeah. doing two things at once. Multitasking. <laughs> Multitasking. <laughs> you can't yeah, do that's, it. It. that's
1: why. <laughs> I, I can't. No, no, really, I couldn't think of it. That's terrible. <laughs> I will just say too, we're gonna do claw though. You, yeah, you want people to not talk when you're working. <laughs> like <laughs> you get in at seven in the morning and you start making beer. Like the guys that are chatty always drive you crazy. So I get it. Like yeah, you want to yeah. come in. I usually put my headphones in. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of go about your day.
3: Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like that scene in um, The Gray. When Liam Neeson's sitting in the plane, yeah. and that one little jerk, he's like, hey, dude, what's up? I, my baby was... Blah, blah, blah. And, and he, Liam Neeson is just sitting there, and he's like, I don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to hear you talk. Just exactly. go somewhere else. You yeah, know? No, there, yeah,
1: if I get in, I haven't had my coffee yet, and I'm yeah. like, you know, hooking stuff up. But yeah, you want that time. And especially
3: when you're talking, you know, 1098 yeah, you know, <laughs> what do you really well, have to no, talk about? No, seriously,
0: it's like that moment where you get up from your bed and you're trying to make it to the privy and somebody <laughs> is just trying to chat you up and you're just like, dude, I just have to pee. outside. Yeah, exactly. leave and me clone. alone. Yeah, yeah and like you're, off you're getting get a there. grunt. That's yeah. about it.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So how about that Battle of Hastings? Dude, that was 32 years ago. <laughs> right, oh <exactly>. my God, <laughs> really?
3: So after 1335, there was a pretty steady decline in the order, uh, the Cistercian order, and then even more so after the reformation of the French Revolution. So during the revolution and the rule of Napoleon, churches and abbeys got confiscated and the monks pretty much were forced to flee to all corners of the world. And a lot of them ended up settling in Belgium and- Liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Belgium and, was nice. Yeah, yeah. had some waffles. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, some fries. <laughs> so, in 1892, the Trappist monks got their independence from their main congregation, and thus became the
0: Trappist style. So, uh, we we were kind of talking about, you know, obviously we kind of let the cat out of the bag that we're talking about beer because mm-hmm. we're going to try. Uh, Pretty much every single Trappist beer, or at least one from every Trappist yeah. monastery. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, but that they're not the only people that make. Trappist things Uh, one of the one one of the Trappist Monasteries that we're gonna talk about also makes preserves and jams and we're Mm -hmm. gonna try that here as well today
3: Yep, one of them uh, also makes a lot of cheese Mm -hmm. and we have three different kinds of their cheeses Mm -hmm. today Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, There are some uh, Trappist monasteries that brew uh, brew hard alcohol Mm -hmm. hard liquor Uh, there are still other ones that I found that make caskets yeah. So, you know, we were, we were just it, talking yeah. about that earlier, yeah. yeah. Caskets and urns. Um, and I believe there's one in like Arizona that makes yeah. them as mm-hmm. well, caskets and urns uh, and things like that. Lots of um soaps yes. and soap cleaning products. All over the place. They really really make a lot of soap. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 That's that's pretty cool. So so they don't just make beer, but beer is the only thing that we really care about. So <laughs> today. We're, yeah, today yeah. at least. But tomorrow uh, when I have to take a shower, I might care about the, the, the frat- soap. soap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. So by 1152, there were 333 Cistercian monasteries in Europe. Now, today, all over the world, there are 170 monasteries that call themselves Trappist monks or monasteries.
2: And with the stickers, uh, essentially, uh, for a long time, there were people making, air quote, uh, Trappist beers, a lot of stuff that was the same recipes or you know, uh, versions of them, you know, taste-alikes and there started to be a lot of uh, confusion on the market as to what was an actual Trappist beer and what wasn't. Right. And they actually brought it to lawsuit. Uh, they tried quite a few, uh, starting, I believe, in the late 1800s. mm mm-hmm. uh, But then it was 1960 in France. Through the 50s and the 60s when it got really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And Well, guess- there,
0: were, there were abbeys. There were other abbeys that were actually monks that were making that were making... You know, beers. There right. were um, there were breweries that were outside of abbeys that mm-hmm. were making beers, and then sometimes they would branch off and make their own beers and, and different things like that. Yeah. And and that's basically why they came up with the authentic Trappist product logo. Right.
2: Well, yeah, because uh, the first lawsuit basically was successful against a particular brewery, but it didn't really do much to slow down all of the name-alikes and sound-alikes. A lot of people just didn't care mm-hmm. figured each lawsuit would have to be handled individually. Right. And so it was 1997, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, the Trappists got together and essentially made a trademarked logo. So that logo itself legally can't be replicated right uh it is a trademark so Mm -hmm. that's recognized even though the recipes for the beers aren't trademarked Mm -hmm. right and and those the thing that i found out with the recipes those things have evolved
3: you know more times than anybody's can count you know you're talking from even when some of these monasteries got into official brewing they've they've been brewing since day one
0: well, because mm-hmm. they've been brewing for the from themselves, and if, right. if you remember, like our applejack episode, mm-hmm. we were talking about not you know water back then was not that great for you. You right. had bugs, you had all kinds of crazy things inside of it that can make you sick. People were pooping uh, in the water upriver, Yeah. you know, and then
3: washing their clothes downriver. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So. Cool.
2: Go ahead. yeah and that's one of the reasons that the monasteries actually did be, uh, brew beer is because beer was potable water yeah mm-hmm. you i mean you could if you drank the water just straight out it was awful but this mm-hmm. went through a whole process it got boiled it you know it it was drinkable water so right. you were better off drinking the local beer mm-hmm. from your local you know
3: and and with the the monasteries as we all know in europe when you put a church somewhere people flock to it Mm-hmm. At least they did in, you know, 1098.
0: And just kind of pop up a town around it.
3: Exactly. So with them supporting themselves, their monastery, they were also supporting the town and their congregation that was coming to listen to sermons and, and, and things like that. So, yeah, the, the beer, the bread, the cheese, it was all to support this little tiny local, you know, ecosystem of a town. So mm-hmm. it was just really, really neat.
2: Yeah, that's... um. Well, the single double triple, um, there's a whole lot of different speculation where that comes from. right uh, one of the one of the theories going is that the double was what they brewed for themselves to drink. Yes, The single was the cheapest, quickest, easiest. It was which basically you could sell to
3: guests at the any place around town, or it was also
2: given away. Yeah, the singles were usually the ones given to the poorest of the poor. Here's something you can drink. Here's something to get by on, whereas the triple was the I'm a connoisseur. I'm willing to spend good money, and that money goes back into the church. Right, exactly. And that's pretty much
3: everything I've found. That's what it states, too.
0: There's also also another one that uh, a lot of people call the quadruple, Mm -hmm. and uh, although the monks don't necessarily call it that, themselves, yeah. uh, it's just kind of been commonly known as the quadruple, and that's generally like, like a Christmas beer. Right. Those the are generally yeah, a special, yeah, special yeah, special occasion. You know, has a much higher content. That's more for like a celebration mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that that was for the monks themselves, but they would also sell that.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about the rules to be in a uh, to get that little you know uh, six sided trappist logo. Trappist logo. Tran- is that why they
0: call it Trappist? Is it, is that a Trappist? Well, I think that it was that because is? it was
3: formed with the uh, original six monasteries. Mm-hmm. So there was originally just the six sides for the six original ones that wanted this sort of association. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, to make it legit, you know, too legit to quit.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, hi. Too too legit to quit
2: the, <laughs> the monastery. Yeah. Which All is right. actually the Austrians are the, the legit to quit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> sure. yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, number one,
3: must be brewed or made within the walls of the abbey or on the abbey grounds. So, it has to be right there, ground zero. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, that has either um, supervised by the monks or made by the monks. So, they can
2: employ people to make it for them. And some of the larger breweries do. Oh, they absolutely have to. Yeah, right. do they have to. They have I- so not only'd have to, but it's a part of their giving back to the community, yeah, is they provide a you know they provide work for a mm-hmm. lot of the poorer fe you know poorer people in the area yeah that's yeah that's giving back,
3: yeah, and some of these monasteries, some of the little tiny ones there's only fifteen monks that live in them, right. <laughs> you
1: know, so they really. They might hire on two or three dudes to help them out, but that's about it. And if a Baltimore podcast wants to try their stuff, you know, they're going to have to churn out. Yeah, (laughs) come on. They're not not meeting that volume. Stop making them 25 bucks a bottle. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Plus shipping and handling. (laughs) from Belgium. Yeah, really I'm expensive. literally. I hope
0: seriously. you're writing all of this off, seriously. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I am yeah. literally drinking my kids' Christmas presents
1: tonight. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, kids, you're gonna learn a hard lesson this year.
3: <laughs> all right, so number two, the brewery, the brewery must be secondary importance, so the business project aspect of the brewery has to be secondary. It, it's always about the monastery and the monks come first, so. Uh, number three, the brewery is not for profit the only money that they do get goes back into you know the brewery maintaining the buildings and then the rest all the leftovers goes to charities
0: yeah they mm-hmm. they just put out a ton of money for for charity i mean like it, yeah. that it's 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 really amazing like i was kind of looking into that a little bit like mm-hmm. the the amount of basically you're you're buying beer. You go to the store. You know what I mean. And some some of the larger breweries, you know, they 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 are very easy to find. Yeah. You know, I don't want to mention any names yet because we're going to get into it all. But some of them are extremely easy to find, and some of them are ridiculously hard to find. <laughs> so, yes. and we'll get into that too. But um, but the, the stuff that's you know it's kind of easy to find. It's got a lot of stuff. You, you're buying that, and you're 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 basically giving a to the monastery, and you're basically you're drinking for charity. Right. Yeah. yeah you so I think about
1: like that way Yeah I was also yeah, that's trying. I was raised. I was trying to figure <laughs> out though, like what a what a monk would do if they were in it for profit, though. Like, what does a rich monk do? <laughs> yeah, like, he, he's buying a sports car and like right. cruising around. Like, you know, yeah, they, it, they don't. You know, oh, it kind of oh, the oh, Lord. It
2: yeah, Lord, they don't. They can do it faster.
0: <laughs> it kind of makes me think of like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, right? With all mm-hmm. the all the chalices and everything. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like you just buy that awesome jewel encrusted <laughs> giant one. But mm-hmm. they, they also there is one kind of down point to that, and uh, some of it is the fact that they take that money and they give it to the Vatican. So, which everybody knows that the Vatican just, they're hurting for money. Oh, yeah, Yeah, no, those guys, they're scraping by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mm -hmm. they actually borrowed all those gold chalices from (laughs) the Vatican. God God borrows borrows money from the Vatican. Pretty much, you know, I mean, yeah. He's like, like, can I get a loan? Please,
2: please, Pope. I just need to cut this beard down (laughs) a little bit. I need to see the bar. I've got gambling debts. That's why I haven't shown my face (laughs) since about 2,000 years ago. Right.
3: And uh, number four in the rules is the highest quality brewing standards possible. Mm-hmm. So, And most of, these, most of these places are, you know, super high tech, computerized everything. And they've got yeah. Uber nerds in there testing every tiny little molecule of this beer as it's coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's not like how it used to be in, like, you know... 1394 when you had a a monk in a big old wooden barrel making it, you know, and
0: that's 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 the thing I keep on hearing about these uh, these monastery brewery tours, right? Yeah, you really can't get in like you really cannot get in to see what's happening, but Every once in a while, there are a few people that do. Yeah. They get in, they get to see, and they, of course, like the one thing that you want to do is you want to see a monk in a brown robe, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. stirring sure, like yeah. a big, you know, <laughs> stirring the wart with a big, you know, wooden spoon, and that is not happening. That <laughs> no. is not how it's It's done. more like mm. beep,
2: boop, boop, Yeah, exactly. Beep,
0: boop. <laughs> mm-hmm. They bring in R2D2. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's got a concert just like them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah right. exactly. <laughs> You forgot the last rule, though. Number five is if it's your first time at the monastery, you have to fight. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the sixth yeah. rule is you can't talk about the <laughs> yeah, monastery. You can't talk about <laughs> yeah. the brewing process. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can't, can't like talk a good about old... Monk down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I kind of <laughs> wanted to talk a little bit about the the kind of styles that we're going to try in, in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and we I think Pat kind of already kind of mentioned those a little bit, which are like the the double, triple, and quadruple. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the interesting things that I found is. Uh, no, no one's really quite sure how that came about. Obviously, you know, you have your normal single that are, you know, generally, like, either the monks would drink it for, like, you know, lunch, things like that. It's uh, like a table wine. It, or exactly. Table so it doesn't have a very high alcohol content. but right. It has, like, you know, you can go out and do your farmhand stuff, you know, again, gives you some calories. But uh, and they would also, like you said, give it to the poor and things like that. But then the double would be, you know, kind of sit down. For dinner, that kind of thing, uh, but a lot of people think you know you have your single, double, quadruple. A lot of the reason they think it was like that was because once the grain had gone through and and been uh, you know been you know uh, boiled and had everything come out, they put one x. When it had been done a second time and they kind of maybe sparged it, things like that, which is like. Pouring water back over it to get mm-hmm. more sugars out, they would put a second X, and if they did it a third time to try and get more of the sugar out of it, they would put a, th- a third X, which would wa- be why you have the single, double, quadruple. So they would be counting the X's. Like a three-stage, it's like the same tea bag, and they just keep bringing it out, keep bringing it out, and trying to get more sugar out of it. Right, you know? right. Um, and you know, so that's why they think, you know, and that's you know, you see the moonshine with the triple X thing mm-hmm, on it, mm-hmm. you know, and that being, you know, not not we're not talking about pornography here, not. You know tri- No, but we're talking about like the moonshine little moonshine jug with the three X's. That's the whole idea of where that kind of came from. Mm -hmm. Was that single uh, single double triple and then you know, I guess quadruple would have four X's. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
2: but you know. That's a theory. Yeah. Another <laughs> theory, though not as popular, is the alcohol content, mm-hmm. um, right, and that it's you know double as much, triple as much, which we know it's not the case because yeah. it's usually about six, eight, and percent. yeah, uh, ten or twelve. It's weird
3: because some are some can kind of vary between like ten to twelve,
2: and then in yeah. between, but they'll call it a twelve. It's like eleven point five, you yeah. know. But it's I mean it's it's clearly not double the amount, triple the amount, right? But it was perception at the time mm. that it it tasted like it had, you know, mm-hmm. or it gave the effect of having double as much. Right, yeah, and they right.
0: they all do have different uh, different tastes to them. Mm-hmm. Even though most of the time the the, the same brewery uses the same yeast, mm-hmm. it's because of what they put into it, what they add, things like that 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 give it that different flavor. Right. So, um, uh, so uh, Joel, do you do you guys brew uh, at Duke Do you guys
1: brew any kind of Abbey style ales? No yeah no. <laughs> uh there there have been uh there's actually one guy at our brewery uh who's a really big fan of triples, so uh-huh. we always kinda do um we'll do test batches and stuff yeah. so uh this guy andrew that that works there has like he's been trying to get us to do a triple and he's done a couple recipes but uh yeah we we don't do anything officially but we're you know it's possible. It's possible mm-hmm. that it might come out. You guys, <laughs> yeah. you
0: guys uh, put a lot of different stuff out, like yeah. seasonally and things like that. So yeah, yeah they're I'd, very I'd be excited like, to try that.
1: Yeah, do claw definitely. Uh, it's we do a monthly release. Like there's a lot of you know seasonals and mm-hmm. rotating stock. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, what, I, I actually just have a question for you, real quick, because I genuinely just love this beer that you guys would make, but I don't think you guys make it anymore. What was it? A, like a twisted kilt, tilted kilt. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, it was,
1: uh, no, I always mess up the name too because there's that restaurant that, the, we, yeah, that ours was yeah. twi- Twisted Kilt. Yeah, and then uh, Tilted Kilt. I think is mm-hmm. the the restaurant. <laughs> the yeah, the right. like uh, you know Scottish Hooters. Yeah.
3: So is it all dudes in like kilts? With no underwear on, is that yes. how it works? Yes, that is. <laughs> that is. Yeah, I, don't I don't want to exactly like go yeah. there. And the, he's like,
0: "Oh, excuse me, I just dropped my
1: pen. I can't it and
3: puke. It's only what God gave me."
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's one that um, I think within the last couple of years just sort of got bumped off the schedule. But really? it definitely could be revisited. I think yeah. it's just I don't know. We've had a lot of beers like that. Like every time we do the schedule, it's always just a matter of finding room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you were going to go deep. Like we get weird. Uh, people will come up to us of, uh, like at events and be like, why don't you make Kangaroo Love? Or, like, Which we haven't made in years. I've never you know. tried it, but okay. <laughs> that one was really good. I, lo- I remember yeah. that one, and I like that
0: one as well. But, so.
1: but that's usually what we get. So yeah, you, yours is at least more current. So. Well, that one was great. It was I, my favorite.
0: And I know this has nothing to do with Trappist, but I just really love that beer, and I just had to pick your brain for it. Well, no, while so. we're on this,
1: I mean, if, in case uh, you know Dave is listening, uh, Alchemy we should bring back. I, I always oh, yeah, say that every that chance. I, I love that beer so much, yeah. sad. That's the one I always fight for, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the
3: higher-ups that always make the call. You know? yeah. Yeah. Just like right. the Trappists. Yeah. He also writes yeah. the checks, though, so I'm yeah, that too well. like, you know. I'm always
1: like, that sounds great. That's yeah. <laughs> well, do what you said. <laughs> I <gotta> so, <laughs> I gotta
0: say, I've been really enjoying us all chatting, but can we have some beer? I
1: didn't yeah. want to be the one. I'm glad you brought
2: it up. Like, I was <laughs> <laughs> We're like staring at empty glasses. All right, mm-hmm. so... And actually, while you're popping that open, uh, one thing you had mentioned, Abbey style. I don't mm-hmm. know if we covered that. Abbey style is basically a Trappist beer not made by an yeah. actual Trappist, right? You know, monastery. So if it's something that's a recipe from a Trappist monastery that got leaked out, mm-hmm. or somebody tries to do a clone or anything like that, it's considered an Abbey ale. Exactly, but the, the, it's not just that. Sometimes there's also
0: breweries. That made before they really started saying they kind of kind of got down on it and said this it has to be inside the walls of the monastery. There's people like uh, Saint Bernardus who made um, uh, you know like West Flatterin mm-hmm. off site for something like I think 57 years or something mm-hmm. off site between World War II and I mean we'll talk about this a little later probably too, but between World War II and like 1993 they made they made that off site because they didn't you know they they couldn't do it. You know what I mean? They're you know, they had a lot of lot of problems. You know, after World War II. Yeah.
2: Well, actually, there's uh, out in California, there is a Trappist monastery that is getting construction done with the help of Sierra Nevada, mm-hmm. who is doing an Abbey Ale in conjunction with them, and they're working with them. But because it's not on site, it is an Abbey Ale, even right. though it's going to support like very specifically and almost in full the prophets mm-hmm. rebuilding this monastery. Yeah. yeah,
0: and just because it's not. It, they couldn't go through with it and get the Trappist logo. Right, because so. yeah, mm-hmm. it's
2: that one qualification, but they, they stick to that mm-hmm. very, very specifically. All
3: right. Now, you're supposed to pour these, and this is, everything I've read, this is a very foamy beer. You're supposed to pour them, like, more glass tilted up because they're
0: a live yeast beer. And And that's one of the things with all, pretty much all, actually all of these beers. Yeah. These are all bottle conditioned. Yep. So, did you want to? Oh. Did... So, yeah, go you You're the beer guy. <laughs> nice I'm just like a home brewer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So go ahead. Tell them what uh, bottle conditioned means.
1: Well, so, I mean, you're talking about filtering the yeast out or not filtering it out. So mm-hmm. you're, um, yeah, so bottle condition is just, they're in they're Abbey. So they just have, I, I feel a lot of pressure all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I'm the expert. Okay, well, I,
0: I, just from like being a home brewer, yeah. I, can, I can say that pretty much, Every home brewer does a bottle conditioning, which means that you have the live yeast that's in the bottle. It's capped. You throw a little bit of what they call priming sugar inside of the bottle, and then the yeast basically eats up the uh, eats up the, the, the sugar that's in the bottle it creates co2 which creates the carbonation but it as well changes the flavor brings the alcohol content up just a little bit inside of the bottle so you basically you have you know you have a little bit of fermentation going inside of a closed vessel so that creates all that carbonation and creates all that you know and it gives you you know some different flavors
1: yeah, so to to follow up a little and sound slightly mm-hmm. more knowledgeable. So so like at Duclaw, like we we run our beers through a, a centrifuge and then it's going into a bright tank. And then we carbonate that, you know, pump CO2 into it and get it mm-hmm. to a carbonation we like. But yeah, what you're saying, and we do that, like sometimes if we do cask stuff. We'll, yeah, it's more, a cask would be, It's the yeah. same kind of thing where you leave some of the yeast in and you give it some sugar to feed off of to then carbonate within the cask or within the bottle as you're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, yeah, so that's just sort of the different, you know. Styles that sounded better, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounded, it sounded a lot more, a uh, lot more right. smarter. I needed a second <laughs> tape. Right, right. right. <laughs> more <laughs> words. Do we want to mention yeah. who, who this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I'm
3: putting these out because uh, we also have their okay. preserves as well. Okay, guys. So this first beer we're gonna try is the newest member of the Trappist elite.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. Out of Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Spencer. Nice. Spencer.
0: Oh, it's got a really fruity nose to it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm not going to act like a total beer snob, but it's got a great, <laughs> a great smell.
1: It's very refreshing. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very it's very light.
0: I could see drinking mm-hmm. that like in the summertime, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know right now we're in the middle of you know, November, but that's uh, not, not that it's completely mm. summertime, but it's, it's kind of almost, I, I don't know, I would say like, I don't know, it's got so much fruit in it and it's so light. Yeah. But well, it's got yeah. a, like a lot of mouth. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's
2: got, like, a really full body or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, like, full, like, mowing the lawn type beer, but it's, like, <laughs> nice, like, you know, beach deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Very, very nice.
3: Uh, and this, um, we got three different jellies and preserves from the same monastery. Uh, St. Joseph's Abbey, Spencer, Massachusetts, and I, there's bread, crackers. Guys, try all of these. Uh, this one's rhubarb and strawberry. So the guys, I mean, over at the Abbey, uh, St. Joseph's, they started off doing the preserves. Is this the rhubarb? Yeah, the strawberry rhubarb, I think blueberry, and then something how come,
0: else. How come whenever you make something with rhubarb, you have to have strawberry with it? Because it cuts I down don't... that
3: weird, bitter thing of the, the rhubarb. Now, uh, apparently St. Joseph's Abbey was first established in 1811 in Nova Scotia. And then there was a big fire, and they were forced to move in 1900. I uh, feel like that's going to
1: be a theme
2: tonight. It's a drinking game. Anytime we mention a large fire, any of <laughs> yes, yeah. every single time. Yeah,
3: and I think it's just part of the process of brewing. Mm-hmm. Is you 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 have all these old structures with heat, fire, and
1: combustibles. <laughs> you know, you're kind of like asking for. Brewing is scary. I just yeah. want everyone to know that, that there are times working in a brewery that you feel like you're in a, a Final Destination movie. That you, <laughs> you, take, you, you look around your surroundings and think, what could take me out? if <laughs> That thing. Yeah. That thing, yeah. Uh,
3: so then they moved to Rhode Island, and there was another fire, and they were forced...
1: Oh, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
3: there was another fire at their secondary location in, in Rhode Island. After that... They were forced to move again, and they settled in Spencer, Massachusetts. And in 2013, mid-year, they, you know, they pretty much went through a lot of hard times, um, early 90s and early 2000s, where the preserves and other stuff they were making wasn't cutting the bill. So Like it
0: wasn't good or it wasn't selling? It
3: wasn't making them enough money. Okay. So they were like, well, we're a- trappist monastery what's the next step let's brew some beer so they had help from a lot of the other uh belgian monasteries uh the other trappist monks who came in and said okay this is how you do this this is what we're looking for and in uh 2000 or yeah 2013 they were uh you know does anybody does anybody know
0: whether they have their own yeast or whether they got a yeast from someone out one of the other monasteries i'm not sure i'm not sure
3: here's the thing a lot of these, Westmall, Achelle, uh, they share yeast. Mm-hmm. Chimay, uh, they have shared yeast with Roquefort. And a lot of the, the Chimay beers use the same yeast. They just brew them differently. So it's the same exact yeast for, like, the red and the yellow. Mm-hmm.
0: and uh, But one's a blonde and one's a dark. And that's the other thing, too, is that I wanted to mention this the the Spencer Ale um, uh, the uh, yeah the Spencer Ale mm-hmm. it's got a really light color to it so I would guess this would be a blonde yeah mm-hmm. so everybody in agreement there <laughs> okay. yeah good and uh, we're we're just kind of trying the you know the the preserves along with it what do you guys and think it really well Incredibly with the fruit tasty. flavor yeah. it yeah. really pops with the beer yeah. you know what I mean I just like I don't know. If I've ever explained pairing, I always tried to like mention this, but we brought along some dates. We have some apricots. We mm-hmm. have some multigrain bread. We're going to have some cheeses later. Mm-hmm. But the best way that I can say we're eating some preserves and drinking beer. And you're thinking <laughs> like, like really? Because preserves, that's usually like a breakfast thing, right? That's kind of weird that you're drinking with beer. But just like wine tasting, beer tasting is the same exact way but how I explain a pairing, and you don't know, you don't understand how this works unless you've had it happen to you. Because when you pair something and it really resonates in your mouth like that, it's the same thing when you're singing along with the radio, you're driving along,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and you you're singing and you happen to hit the exact same note at the right time, and it just sounds perfect in your ears for what's what's on the radio, and then what's in your ears, and they just match up perfectly, or uh, what they call you know guitar har- harmonics, right? Where you hit that weird like uh, you know note, and it just Everything just kind of comes together in this perfect harmony. It's like being in love for the first time. It's it, th- that's what pairing is to me. Yeah. And like well, you, you taste that this with you taste that, and you go, oh, yeah. it's like it's like a
1: mouthgasm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can do which that... is
1: like being in love for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and might... that fades away as you date longer. Then become as you yeah. know hate the, <laughs> as, as the Content. beer gets oxidized. <laughs> right?
3: But you can get that with coffee, um, beer, and wine, especially. Chocolate, anything that was really pronounced flavors or very very complex flavors. Mm-hmm. Now some of these um, beers that we're gonna have, they are very complex flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pulling out little hints and notes of things, it, it, it is hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but you do have these, you know, rough five or six, you know, very specific notes for each beer, that pair well with a lot of the the fruits and the the sours or the the weird footy cave cheeses that they make, you know. Mm -hmm. and uh, But yeah, no, I completely agree with the mouthgasm. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I I also wanted to mention that with these beers, because they are bottle conditioned, Joe was talking about pouring earlier, you kinda wanna leave just Mm. a little bit in the bottom. right? Because that's gonna have your your yeast, your dead yeast, you know, just kinda floating around in there. And although it's not bad for you, it has a lot of, what, vitamin B12 and a few other things.
3: Mm -hmm. Some people say that it can make it bitter. Yeah,
0: it, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like squeezing your tea bag when you're done. Mm-hmm. It's. Don't laugh, it's Joe. That it's a again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. like young love. <laughs> when you're yeah. driving yeah. You're squeezing your tea bag. You know? but, but right. I'm just saying, like when you when you're dipping tea, you're not supposed to squeeze your tea bag because it lets out all of the all of the the, the bitter stuff. You right. know, it lets exactly. out all those oils that are bitter and you don't want
1: your tea to be bitter. You want it to be nice and mm-hmm. sweet, whatever you put into it. So that's why you filter right. the tea in the first place right. through mm-hmm. the bag,
2: through the right. But yeah.
1: that's yeah, just to take a step back too, because I don't know if we clarified that, but that's why when you're talking about bottle condition, you want to pour that into a glass, you know, because obviously not everyone mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if you're getting a bud light or something or a natty bow you Anybody. can you can just uh you know pour you can drink that right out of the bottle but like this well, kind that, of stuff like i do you yeah. drink it right out of the can yeah. you
0: take a key you shove it in the other side <laughs> exactly pull it out right. yeah and you just keep on going yeah yeah, yeah.
2: but what stirs it up but mm-hmm. when you shove a key in the side of a bottle then you start getting all the yeast and glass mm-hmm. particles you know <laughs> it. <without your> <laughs> yeah. doesn't work yeah but um
0: uh, So, yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right, Joel. I forgot to mention that. The fact that we're pouring them in tasting glasses. Yes. Um, We actually have, uh, you know, a couple of tasting glasses that we brought along so we don't Mm -hmm. get too drunk. We're kind of making sure (laughs) we minimize. Yeah,
3: this one, I mean, the Spencer. I had to, okay, here's the thing. We're in Baltimore. It's not carried here yet. Nobody even knows what it is yet. So I had to order it from a place in New Jersey that has this available. And they sent me a four pack. So we're cracking two of these guys open tonight just so everybody kind of gets their their whistle wet and gets to try this brand new Trappist beer.
2: It's all right, say it on the mic. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go for no, it. I just wasn't sure. Uh, so you sampled some dregs, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. A about. little got, bit. Yeah. I'm going to sample a little I mean, bit. Chris but, is, yeah, you're Chris gonna is hoping to some. keep some of this. Well, yeah. I was going to say I was going <laughs> to talk so. about this a little bit later on.
0: But so here is so you your your guys have just decided to pour it out, get the dregs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so you have the dregs. So you have the original yeast that's still ah. in there. It's still alive, it's still kicking, but it's sort of floating in the alcohol cause dormant. I don't taste the
3: bitter though. I don't. Maybe
2: hmm? it's just because it's a it's a very
3: lighter. Yeah. It's not On a blonde, it's not as much.
2: I there's a, a hint of it, but just the slightest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, blonde for a lot of folks is what they call the single. Now, overall, mm-hmm. generally, if you're getting the blonde, that is the single. Okay. It's not
0: extremely high in alcohol content. Right. Um, in fact, let's see. What is this? Six point five. Six point five. That's, that's more still than up a there.
3: standard American beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got your your butt wiper and your corpse, and those are what 4.5? 5 percent. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say,
1: I would think it's less actually. At three,
3: five, something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's about the same as like one of those, you know, hard lemonade type things. Mm-hmm.
0: I have the dregs of this Spencer. I'm going to switch it up. And then I have some wort that I actually have in a little tiny, teeny um, carboy here. I'm going to go ahead and put it in to it. And I have some wort, which is basically like, um, you know, it's, it's, the, it's young beer, it's before it's actually turned into beer. So you have all the sugars and everything in there. It's got some malt to eat. And I'm going to take the dregs and put it in there. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get some of the yeast from all 10 Trappist breweries in here at the same time. And then I plan on uh, brewing basically an all-Trappist beer where I pitch every single yeast from every single Trappist beer into one beer at the same time. I like it. That, that's my plan. Uh, I have it all set up here. And I'm going to take the dregs from every single bottle that we have. So, and uh, I know a few of these definitely have some, uh, some weird bugs in it. So, some Britannomyces, probably a few of them have a little bit of uh, lactobacillus. So, they have the kind of bugs that you don't want in your beer normally, but it gives it some weird sour notes. Uh, and that's a different episode entirely, sour beers, but <laughs> yeah. we will have at least one today because I know one of the ones coming up is has some sour to it. A little bit of sour, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the, the end of that? I got a little bread character, like just kind of little. At the very, very end, I got some weird bread in the back of my throat. That's the other thing too, is that you know yeast is made to make bread, so sometimes that it is a flavor that you'll get. I brought along my uh, my ring bottle capper. Your ring of power. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Joe decided to use his his keys. My flying anyway. dog key. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. My co-host has one of those Lars, actually. Really? One of the but yeah, I openers. I usually
0: wear it all the time. Um, I did take it off for a little while to put on a uh, a ring that I has a has a shim in it so I can get out of handcuffs. Oh, uh, nice. but then I kind of yeah, I stopped have, wearing it. So
1: you actually done time. that? Like, have you? Do you, you practice that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. I'm yeah. trying to figure I'm out why he's going to ever need that skill. In he's ahead. Know. <laughs> you know. In case I get
3: thrown in handcuffs. Yeah, right. For you know? some reason. And then you get out of him and you're sitting on the
1: side of the road. Where are you going to run? You're assuming that it's a cop that that's That's true. That is true. Yeah. I mean, that is true. You're already making They're, assumptions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be on his bed. <laughs> yeah. You, know. you yeah. never yeah. know, man. That's you never know. Okay. It could be during the live show. lineup up space. Or just out front of lineup up space.
2: Because, well... That could happen. Things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. I don't time.
0: normally let out my secrets, but you know, well, actually,
1: I, and I, I think knew I talked about this before. You. It's that video. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I do, I do some things, uh, you know, I do some sideshow performance, so um, uh, I just like to be able to escape if I need to, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Who right. Who knows? All right, so up next, we have
3: Stift Ingersoll, which is the Austrian uh, Trappist Monastery. Now these guys uh, originally established in 1293, so again been brewing throughout their history, uh, and they were, you know, given the the Trappist label in 2012. They only make two beers. Uh, one is the Beno, which is a 6.9 percent. Uh, it's made with honey, and, and that's the newer one. Yes, and mm. they're both named after uh, ex um, abbots. Well,
0: yeah. When you say it like that, you, it sounds like you're saying they got kicked out. They just right. died, retired. Yeah. I mean, yeah. retired or dead. Working full time. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Now they work somewhere
3: else. They work in heaven. Right. With the okay. man with the beard. Yeah, with, <laughs> the, with the, the white beard. beard and the other haircut. one is the best name ever, Gregorius. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And that's a nine point seven <laughs> beer with made with honey as well. And I believe uh, stiffed. They also make honey. They have bees like on premises. So they have their own honey, their own candles, and. Uh, oh, that's great. So that's another form of. Yeah. Yeah, well, making, yeah. And see, most of these, like, they have to make, you know, they have to do the farming. Mm-hmm. They have to, you know, sow well, the crops. They have not to just do that, everything. Like,
0: I was I was watching quite a few videos on, on you know, because obviously I've never been to a, a Trappist monastery, but I was watching a lot of videos about it. And some of it is that they go to... You can go and you can't necessarily get a tour, but you can sit at the little cafe in the monastery where a monk will serve you, you know or a waitress will serve you and you you know you can get bread that was that was made that morning by the monks. you can get a little bit of cheese, you can get their beer. you know you know some of the more um, reclusive monks, you don't you you can't really get their beer. Anywhere but the Abbey, yeah. you know, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to that a little later. Uh, but you can get it if you go to the monastery and you you can
1: just kind of sit down and eat and you know and, and, and Most have of a little them bit of cheese cafes. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also imagining the, the line of monks that want to work in the brewery versus the ones that have to go out and get the honey is probably disproportionate. <laughs> like I'm, I'm guessing there's so? more of a line. You know, I
0: I, <laughs> I think not for me. I think I would always want to I, I would I've always wanted to be a beekeeper. Always, and I've just never had the chance. But, you know, I've heard lots about beekeepers and the fact that they're supposed to live a longer life because they get stung so much, they think that the (laughs) the, the venom has to do with, with, you know, keeping them alive longer. So, which is why I go out and get stung every single chance that I get. (laughs)
2: Well, that was the plot of the X-Files movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I think (laughs) it was, actually, yeah.
0: Thank you, Joe. All right, so
3: clearly, huge difference in color. On this, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus the, the Benno and
2: the Gregorius. Yeah, it's caramel to chocolate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, one okay, 6.9. So point which, nine. which one is which? The uh,
0: the lighter one is the Benno. Is the Benno, and the Gregorius is the darker one. Yes. So, now I've had the Gregorius before. What are we starting off with? The Benno? Let's, yeah, we'll start with the, uh, yeah. the Benno. Okay, mm-hmm. good.
2: And this is the 6 and a half? Uh, six point nine. Yeah.
0: 6.9. Okay. I get, like, some apricot smelling, you know what I mean? Stone fruity kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Little caramel smell. Little caramelly. A lot of them use a. um, It's kind of like a a caramelized sugar, as well. So you get that sort of, especially in these darker beers, they use the caramelized sugar. um, If they don't have honey, these guys have their own honey. So they probably either caramelize the honey or darken the honey,
0: to get that sort of deeper molassesy end of the sugars and i was going to get into that too but I, we'll, we'll get into that when we get to the gregorius because mm. what i'm tasting with this Benno is hops i'm getting like a lot of hops and i don't mm. know what it is you know i don't normally i'm not a big hop head you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i i get a lot of hops in this even though it is like a big you know uh, i don't even know full bodied it's got you know a lot of strength it has a
3: it's a decent mouthfeel, it's not like super heavy or viscous you know mm-hmm. like a like a stout or anything but it does have a lot, like, it hits all those parts of your tongue. Yeah, it's
0: making my mouth water. Yeah. 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 And, because, mm-hmm. and I've just, I've never been a big hop kind of guy. But, uh, but I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. But it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be my choice if I chose to buy another one of these again. Yeah. What it's, do you guys think? I'm
2: enjoying it. It's, uh, it's definitely more tart than the other one. Um, yeah. Uh, Pairing-wise, I'd say this would probably go with, like, a good chicken dish. Yeah. yeah, like something a, yeah. savory or yeah.
3: Um, I don't know. I like could taste kind of like maybe a curry or yeah. You know, something with a little mm-hmm. bit of spice to it. I yeah. totally
0: didn't bring any chicken with me. No, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm, just, I'm just brainstorming. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Just spitballing. Yeah. <laughs> mm. It is very good though. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a sipper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I mean, you're talking six point nine percent alcohol. Yeah. I can understand why they sell them
0: in singles. Right. You know, rather than a whole case. One of the things that I do want to mention with this as well is that because specifically these are bottle conditioned, you have a tendency to get a lot more carbonation. This is Mm -hmm. really, really, the head wasn't huge. Yeah. You know, you didn't have a big head on it, but it had a lot of carbonation in it. Yeah. I
3: think you're, you know, you should prepare yourself for, you know, some burps. Yeah. With, yeah. with these
0: kind of beers because they're bottle I think the listener needs to prepare themselves for some burps because <laughs> oh, yeah. that's no going to be happening. Yeah. 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 I've
2: been stifling them for now just to kind of build up. The yeah, place. just a little <laughs> yeah. drink. More give one of those. Oh, I can edit yeah. that out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of give him one of those. I want one to be proud of. <laughs>
3: it's, yeah. right. it's like this. <laughs> 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 so, and I think, I, I don't know, I, I kind of think the, the figs, the dates, all this stuff kind of would go well with any of the beers we're drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do.
0: Are we going to move to the uh, Gregorius? Gregorius. This (laughs) reminds me, awesome last name. It really is. It is. It is. And didn't we? Didn't you have during the nineties the what is it? The Gregorius chanting monks.
2: Yeah, do you remember said, that? Yeah, uh, the Gregorian uh, Gregorian where they books. were doing yeah. like they did pop hits in their style and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but that was a that was another Trappist
0: monastery that was yeah. doing music. Well, I believe because that it's, was what, and they were selling the CDs. Well, I believe mm-hmm. it's based on the, the abbot. Mm-hmm. Hey Abbot <laughs> who had
3: this name? Mm-hmm. It was a very very prominent, famous Trappist abbot.
0: So he had a br- beer named after him, yeah. and also a chanting monk group. Yeah, that why was not? you know pop hits from the '90s. Yeah, Pretty good. that's amazing. That's I, good I Yeah, I, I remember. I think I actually had that CD. I don't think I bought it. I think someone left it in my car, but I did mm. listen to it. All right, we're on to the Gregorius, which this mm. is the kind of beer that I like. Oh Ooh. yeah, it's this very... is that This is that double kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. you know, it's just like it's strong. It's dark. It's very whiny. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I need to try that with a date. I no, really, that, that, I really have to. That
3: reminds me of the the stuff that we got to do. Claw delirium. No, no, no. no the, um, Brimstone? You said Brimstone. Brimstone. Yeah. Yeah, oh, beer, okay. Whatever yeah. that. I can't pull out that flavor, but it's it's kind of like that rye wine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: that, that was uh,
0: it was. Well, so, you have a rye wine and a barley wine. Is it barley? I don't remember which one Brimstone is.
3: It's a rye wine. Is that a that rye wine? Yeah, it's not similar, like with the the mouthfeel and, and just that aroma.
0: But that's because a barley wine is just is very, very strong as well. Yeah, well it's, this it's, it's I mean
3: You're talking nine point seven percent,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. That's a This is good. <laughs> this is a pretty heavy duty wine. And with a with a date, you know. Yeah you're, that's the other thing too, is when we're talking about doubles or dew bells, what you're getting is that the yeast are creating uh, a lot of different flavors, and that's coming from the yeast. They're they're eating the sugar, and um, what what are the, they have have esters, esters, and what's the other one? Phenols? Yeah, phenols. Phenols? Yes. So they're creating esters and phenols. The esters are that, is that fruity kind of flavor. Right. Phenols can create... All different anisey, kinds of stuff. Clovey mm-hmm. type. They're they're creating like the, the, the herbal kind of flavors, the spice flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you know as you taste it, you might get some peppery notes and things like that. Um, and there, you know, when they when you have that candy sugar in there, like Joe was talking about,
4: which that's just one, good
0: marketing there's no such thing as candy sugar it's just sugar that's been it, know, no you know. it's been caramelized so yeah, like you would you use on like caramel corn. But
3: that's what I'm saying like people are like oh candy sugar what, what is this no it's just just I know they're, yeah because there's caramelized sugar, sugar people yeah. so <laughs> you know?
0: but it's still let's we'll call it candy sugar okay but instead of using candy sugar uh, the which which these are the Gregors. which which are these guys uh, called Stift Ingersoll yeah the the given the Stift Ingersoll <laughs> um these guys are using honey uh, yes. as a replacement for that. Now,
3: here's the ingredients. So simple. It's water, malted barley. That's mm-hmm. what that is. Uh, honey, hops, and yeast. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And they're, like, all of these are so simple. They're, there's no
0: fuss, no muss. They're all, you know, you know uh, bottle-conditioned. I don't Stiffed know. Stiffed Ingersoll was pretty much my favorite so far, but it might just be because that's what we're drinking now. Yeah, well we've got we've got plenty more to get through. Okay,
3: well yeah. let's
1: get to it. My favorite beer is the one in my hand. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. the moment.
3: <laughs> beer du jour.
0: There there are a few that uh mm. that your brewery does, Joel, that is oh. not my favorite though. And I had mentioned that I wasn't into hops. But right. what is the one like serum? Uh yeah, we do serum. Serum that is, that is pretty like good. ridiculously hoppy. Joe loves it. Yeah and me, it it like I'm like that. That's like hairspray. <laughs> it's just. So... Have you tried
1: Neon Gypsy? If we're working in plugs for Duclaw. that's one of the, <laughs> gonna one of the newer ones. That's very. It has like. Uh, it has five different hops in it, so it's a blend of, of five different hops. So if, oh, you, okay. if, you, if you enjoy hops, if you're yeah. a hop head, if you're yeah, a hop head, then it's great. And, and try yeah. and Neon me, Gypsy. Yeah, you, you would not like, like that. If you want right. your <laughs> stomach to hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so basically, uh, I am taking the Gregorius and the Benno from Stiff Ingersoll. And uh, I'm pouring this into my wort uh, in order to try and propagate this yeast. Oh, look at them dregs. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> I'm super excited about this, and I'm totally keeping all these bottles to make uh, to uh, homebrew in. Yeah, nice. yeah, that <laughs> is go. the key to homebrewing. You rinse exactly. them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I would
2: line all the bottles up, take oh, a picture, take that the label for the for, the, for this for episode. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna yeah. have yeah. that too. Oh,
0: oh, Joe. Oh, I this... see what you have here. Okay,
3: guys. Okay. <laughs> this is the Konigschauvin Le Trappe, named after the original Grand Le Trappe. Mm-hmm. Uh, this here bottle, this little rinky-dink, what is this, 12.7 fluid ounce bottle, $25. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a pricey beer. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we're going to need you guys to pay up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: uh, 7.5% alcohol. Uh, this one is the oak-aged Trappist ale, uh, and it's called the Isidor, not the Isilidor, like in the, the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings books. Uh, it was actually named after another abbot. And this one is to commemorate 125-year uh, anniversary of the brewery for Comic Oh,
1: nice. So... We should have made that the drinking game, though, is every time a beer is named after?. Uh, <laughs> right right after, right after right now, can we tell it. us about any fires? Oh <laughs> you made?
3: Oh, oh now this oh, one this one Konigchauven is, is interesting, because they're in the Netherlands, uh, originally founded in 1884. They went through a big process where they were the monastery that pretty much outsourced uh, most of their brewing in the early days. Uh, and they had a Belgian company, not monks, they just outsourced off premises. And then by 1969, people were kind of like, "Okay, wait a minute, here, guys, you can't, you can't be calling this Abbey Ale. You can't, you can't say you guys make it because you're not making it, you know. And you're not even, you know, uh, watching over the people who are making it because it's off-site. And so in 1980." They took over production, built a factory on-premises, and since 1980, it has been them. But again, this monastery has been brewing throughout, but mass production for local area, local citizens, it was off-site, and they just stamped their name on it. So, you know, it's kind of good, kind of bad. I guess they were trying to help out, uh, you know, other companies and stuff like that in their area, but it wasn't uh, by the monks officially again till
0: 1980. And that's one of the things that, you know, we we were talking about them kind of helping each other out. All of these monasteries do help each other out. So if one of them is having a problem with their yeast, they get a yeast from another, you know, from one of the other monasteries. And they'll try that. They'll do a few batches, you know, back and forth. And... (laughs) <laughs> no, there's, there's the first one
2: excuse me if there's a fermenting <laughs> explosion yeah right exactly right. If, there's a, if there's a fire <laughs> yeah. you know
0: what i mean they they get help from the other monasteries and that's that's the thing is they they're all very helpful to each other so i just think that's uh i just think that's kind
1: of neat and that's kind of a brewing thing though like that yeah. that's been my experience uh everyone like brewers i think there's just that kind of culture you have that like we definitely other brewer you know, other breweries will come by and get yeast, or you know, you do mm-hmm. collaboration brews. There's definitely like a very, I remember when it's I very, started collective, and it's funny because yeah. I remember when I started with DuCal, like you'd kind of get questions about like what's in beer, and I always I was like, am I supposed to be, like top secret? Like are, are these trade <laughs> secrets? And then like you know, our brewmasters just telling me, oh we put this in this and like there's not yeah, it's just it doesn't seem like a cutthroat industry where everyone's mm-hmm. trying to take everyone down.
0: It's it's because it's a very uh, beer is such an old you know, it's such an old drink. And that's the whole idea is that you you drink it, you get kinda happy, you know what I mean? And and to just kinda divulge those secrets or whatever it is, it's not like cooking, you know yeah. what I mean? You're 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 creating something
1: that's that 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 people just enjoy, you know. Well the other yeah. thing too that you learn with craft beer is there is no See, like, I could tell you the exact way to make that I make a beer, but if you make it on your equipment, mm-hmm. it's that gonna be day, different. you know, the different conditions, like, yeah, it's always going to be slightly different.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also, I mean, it's an industry that, for the most part, people get into because they love it. Yes, right. they enjoy beer. They enjoy the flavors of beer. They have ideas for ones they want to make and either they take off or they wind up still homebrewing. I mean, right. a lot of the a, It's the
3: process, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's
2: it, dealing with that whole... It's
3: kind of like a ritual. Yeah, the yeah, chemistry you know? and the time involved. Like, that's a process, yeah. you know? And you kind of have to be invested somewhat either mentally, physically, you know, monetarily mm-hmm. to even get into it, you yeah. know? Let alone being an actual, like a monastery or a brewery or whatever, to just try and experiment and explore with different flavors and different yeasts. And I think like you were saying, like the 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 culture, it it's kind of like open. It's like, Oh, you brew, I brew. Let's talk about mm-hmm. it, you mm-hmm, know?
2: Yeah. I've seen. Uh, I remember uh, this past year at Hamden Fest, watching you know the guys from Brewers Art and the guys from Union Craft and the guys mm-hmm. from you know all of the different independent brewers hanging out in each other's tents and just kind of sampling oh. each other. Hey, what do you got this year? Mm-hmm. Right. And actually, that's one thing I loved that Union Craft and Brewers Art and Raven Beer and a lot of the other locals have gotten to the point where it was you know at first it was just making a little bit enough here for you know you know limited releases or sell direct or just for our brew pub to now, like, nationally recognized right, is right. awesome. To the yeah. point where, I mean, granted, it sucks that Ozzy Osbourne's lawyers did <laughs> what they did, but Ozzy, you know, it got nationally recognized because, well, they got, you know... A seasoned desist, but it's, you know, like now people are hearing about this beer that's really cool. Oh, crap, let me buy a six pack before everyone, you know, ebays it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they, they renamed it, didn't they? Yeah, I they what the new name is. But yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I just liked the beer, and it's a shame that, you know, it didn't come under any kind of fire. I mean, there was, I don't think, any repercussions really. It was just, oh, sorry. It was meant to be an honor. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, clearly it's, yeah, it, yeah. I don't think anyone thought Ozzy Osbourne
1: was making that beer. I don't think there was market yeah. confusion. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, so again, uh, we are going to try the Le Trappe from Konigshoven. I also have a cheese here that is made with Le Trappe beer. Now, so, do
0: they immerse it? I believe they actually immerse the, yes. the cheese mean, in the beer.
3: You can go ahead and chew on the rind. Mm-hmm. I usually cut it off just because it's you know it tends to be a little chewy a little kind of okay well I mean uh, you know if I can <laughs> but go for it um, that's cheesy it's not going to hurt you it's riny <laughs> do you taste any sort of uh, beerness no it's awesome yeah it's a but, little feedy. Uh, I told you feels most, like I'm sucking on my socks a yeah little bit. most of these uh, these cheeses are a little footy <laughs> I'm okay with that oh yeah, yeah. yeah no no I think it's I think it's good to have uh, a bit of a strong cheese when you're talking so do they
0: have a cave near the monastery
3: uh, I don't know. You know, this is Netherlands. Kon- so Chauvin probably is, yes, probably.
0: Okay, so I'm going to go for the La Trappe beer. mm mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you guys ready?
3: Really, the cheese
1: is good by the way. Mm-hmm. The cheese yeah. is very good. Now yeah.
3: it's, it's the cheese is not made with the uh, Isidor. <laughs> <Or? laughs> it's Isidor. Isidor? Like, Isidor? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a there's a, a little yeah little mark in there. It's mm-hmm. not made with this one, but it is made with one of their other beers. Holy smokes. This is this is the kind of beer that I like. Wow, the trap is where it's at. Oh, that mm. is good. That's and with the oh, really I think good. the cheese is really setting it on fire. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean that not like heat or anything. I yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful.
3: I mean, uh, the only thing that I, I dislike is uh, the sort of Yoda
2: character. Mm. Yeah.
3: Pray you will. He's a little
2: Yoda yeah. monk on the front. He's a little Yoda-y. Yeah. You know. But hey, whatever. Yoda if he was played by Brian Cox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I also want to mention that this is another beer that's not... This is a beer that is not capped. Right. It actually has a, has a cork, which doesn't look like a real cork. It looks like a no, plastic... No, this is a modern mm-hmm.
3: modern cork. You yeah, get, modern plastic cork. A lot
0: of these, you know, like I said, they are
3: modernizing a lot of their facilities. Mm-hmm. So because they're getting... Um, yeah, this was actually imported by a company in Austin, Texas. Really? So that's who So that's does... just their import company. Yes. Yeah. But I'm saying because they're getting more acclaim, it seems like the past decade, like Trappist beers have
0: kind of gotten this like, you know, ooh, yeah, Trappist they have, beers. It's not so just it's like the past 2-3 decades. It it's, yeah. it's been a while. And it's it's because it's it's these monks that all they do. That, these be, you know we haven't even mentioned that this yet mm. this episode. These monks are not brewing this beer. For you, Joe. Nope. Joel, they're not brewing it for you. Pat, what? they're not brewing it for you. <laughs> no. They're not brewing it for us. No. They're brewing it for the man upstairs. Right. They're brewing it for God. My uncle. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're brewing it for God. That's who. I mean, they're brewing it because it, it keeps them uh, in enough money to keep the monasteries going and for right. charity and things like that. But ultimately, they're 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 going through their life for god they're brewing for god they're creating cheese for god that's what they're doing so that they can pray so that they can continue it, their their lifestyle as, it, as it, a monk yeah and it a, brings an them monk.
3: closer to
0: their religion mm-hmm. yeah and their so, their, their uh, theories or thoughts or beliefs so i personally think that i feel uh, more godly and almost like my sins are <laughs> washed away exactly as every glass goes down exactly <laughs> i'm yeah. working on it
2: yeah yeah <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, if they've been brewing this for centuries up to a millennia, yeah. it is yeah. recently, and, I mean, a, part of it is obviously going to be internet. You know, the word actually gets out, and you can find them. You don't just hear mm-hmm. rough urban legend of it. Right, myths. <laughs> you legends. don't necessarily have to go to Belgium to get it. Right. right. There's mm-hmm. ways, there's now shipping to be able to get it over here, mm-hmm. and that's also from a lot of them starting to open it up yeah. to
3: that. Well, right. and they re- I think they realize that there is a market, you know, and some of them are still very like we don't want to have this big mass market thing. They're very you know humble, but some of the other ones, they know there's a market for for their product, that just ensures them that they're going to have money for their abbey, for
2: clothes, for okay. for you the know, people, for the people, yeah. yeah, for good work to be. Yeah, it, it's uh, that's one of the main reasons for the lawsuits. Actually, mm-hmm. it wasn't that they were feeling greedy. It's not. Oh, that's not. You know, your money. That's our money. It's no, right. that's the people's money. Yeah. You're taking the money mm-hmm. out of charity, out of the mouth for of your somebody own just gave profit to. business. Yeah. yeah, that's why they actually got upset and did the and trademark if, in the first place. If you want to yeah.
0: call it an Abbey beer, or you want to call it, you know, uh, a you Know a monk special or monk whatever you style. want to call it. Abby mm-hmm. style. That's fine. It's, that's fine. Monk style but
2: would actually be a good name for that. Yeah. 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 yeah a monk style. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh, a Munkenstein. That's great. Uh. Yeah. So all the yeast that I'm trying to propagate from the dregs on the bottom. You're going to call it that? I think it might be a Munkenstein. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to try mm-hmm. and brew a, a nice double mm-hmm. um, uh, style and propagate it with all 10. Of the, of the beers that, yes. actually, there's more than 10. Yeah, you know all the 10 worst case scenario, is
1: though, is that this turns out well. Because if it's great, <laughs> what are you right. gonna do? You're never making this <laughs> oh, I will I will, take the, I will take the dregs
0: and propagate it again. That is what's going to happen. He's going to have right. a mother badge. He's yeah. you know, like, gonna keep it fed. He's just gonna dip it out. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's, like the, it's like the sourdough in San Francisco, right? You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? 100 euros. So yeah. gonna keep it going. Absolutely. For I'll for be passing along to everybody. Or the monkey bread. diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right,
2: so, mm-hmm. now,
0: so I'd say the La Trappe is, is amazing. This the is fantastic. Yeah. the
2: cheese is awesome. And
0: uh, they pair extremely well together. Mm-hmm. Although my teeth kind right. of taste like feet, though, mm-hmm. when I'm done. <laughs> Your teeth taste yeah. like feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i got to say, I, I would say that you guys should chew a little piece of that rind. I think it's really uh, good. I'll for it. go for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, take a little take a little yeah, chunk I'll of that because it's it. really really yeah. good. Right. Yeah. Then another oh, thought on is that? there a little bit? All right. All right. All right. It gives a, a different flavor. It really does. Actually, is really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know we just had the insides, but the rind was just um, uh, just absolutely amazing. So it's a and drier. I also just made everybody yeah. chew some rind yeah. because I just think that's
2: funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's drier, but actually works well with the beer. Yeah. 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 Well, I
3: mean, this is just a curing. It's just a protective layer. That's all it is. A little bit of wax, and it's just yeah. It's totally fine to eat.
1: Oh, yeah. That's...
2: Yeah. Enjoying It's that. good together, isn't it? Yeah, I it mean, really is. Absolutely. Think away Because, uh, I mean, mm. we've covered pairing, but for the people who might still not get why pairing works, imagine having a nice, juicy steak with orange juice. Terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Not right. going right. to or chocolate good. milk. Like, yeah, you think, oh, God, that sounds awful. Right, but what you normally drink with a steak is much better. Pairing is getting closer and closer to that exact match. That, right. you know.
3: The sweets, the savories, the mm, spices, the, yeah. the herbs. You're, you're trying to, you know, intermingle those within your palate to, you know, to complement each other, basically. Mm-hmm. All right, so up next we've got Orval.
0: Oh, Orval! this is one of my favorites.
3: Okay, uh, this one is 6.9% alcohol. And this is just the, I guess, the standard Trappist ale.
0: Well, I wouldn't say it's standard because I know no, specifically. Ugh, excuse me. That one came out. Okay. So I know specifically Orval uh, means Valley of the Sun. Yes. Okay. Because it's in a, it's in a valley. Um, with lots the, of sun. Uh, the other thing that I like is that it's called Orval. The bottle is kind of oval-shaped. It's oval-shaped. Oh, yeah. right? I just So I always thought that was neat. And then also, there's a neat story that I heard about this one, where they uh, basically, while they were brewing, they had some problems with sanitation. Okay? Now, as we know, all of these beers, we say that they've been brewing for... You know, somewhere near a thousand years. A lot of these monasteries yeah, are. Yeah,
3: this one uh, founded in 1628 and started uh, officially brewing in
0: 1932.
3: Okay, so again, these- wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Fire in 1793. Oh, drink mm. off. Okay, <laughs> yeah. i <owe> you one. <laughs> and they built a new brewery in 1931, and thus they started fully
0: brewing fully in 1932. Become, yeah, became a Trappist yes. uh, monastery. A trap is Brewing Monastery. Right. Uh, so one of the things that they were talking about when they originally started brewing, they, were ha- they had probably, like, sort of a lazy monk in the, in the bunch, okay? <laughs> Didn't do the greatest uh, 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 cleansing, all right? And then he wound up with some weird little beastie, okay? Probably Britannomyces, mm. all right? So he had a little Britannomyces that got into it, created some, uh, some sour notes in the beer, then they cleaned everything up they started really you know doing well they started producing that beer and then everyone uh outside of the monastery that was drinking it said well this is okay but what happened to the original flavor what happened to the funk and then they well they were like oh so they had to go back to kind of what i'm doing grabbing the dregs putting it back into the beer. And then producing it. So this is a sour beer. Not really, really sour, but it has some Britannomyces in it. So you're going to get those sour notes, that kind of sour cherry kind of, you know what I mean? That real, you know, uh, acidic acid sort of thing. And you can smell it right yeah. off the oh, bat. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah. Beer. You get those, you know, those really sour notes right off the Ooh. bat. It's, it's
2: yeah. just beautiful. It's, it, it, so it, aroma-wise, it already has green bottle, like mm-hmm. a green bottle scent. It just, you know, the stuff that's been a little bit sun-hit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it has like a
3: hint of like, and it's um,
2: what is that sour beer, the
3: Petrus? Yeah, when you pop a Petrus, like mm-hmm, that's yeah, that yeah. just that waft of like yeah. little. And it's
0: vinegary, got a really a nice sour. color. It's you know it's kind of like a like a nice. Um, it's not quite amber, a little darker than that. Yeah, you
2: yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, It's so, cloudy. Oh, so. mm-hmm. oh, that one's oh, good. Awesome. That's very awesome. very yeah. clean. I can I get, see fighting back for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get I get some.
0: Uh, <laughs> I get some hops in there, too. I'm definitely getting some, you know what I mean, some of the hops. But the, the sourness, you definitely, I think you smell it more than taste it. Yeah. You
3: know? That
1: is, but it's super carbonated. It is tiny extremely. Tiny tiny yeah. bubbles. Yeah, and, I feel like you get the sour first, and then it's like after that, it's crisp. Yeah. You know, guess. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sour, crisp, and then a
2: sweet after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But
0: I also want to mention that uh, when you have things like Britannomyces, uh, mm-hmm. you have a tendency when they're they're carbonated in the bottle, you, you get... I don't know what it is, like smaller carbonation bubbles or something like that. It's really quite strange. They have a tendency to create more carbonation even than normal bottle conditioning Mm -hmm. when you have the Britannomyces because they eat the sugars that normal yeast can't even eat. Mm -hmm. So they eat like, you know, those longer like maltodextrin kind of strains of sugars, which you have in stuff like uh, lambics. you know, Mm -hmm. those kind of fruit beers, which also, you know, a lot of Abbey... You know, Belgium kind of beers create. You yeah. know, those, there's a lot Lambricks of well. fruity beers in Belgium. But they actually put fruit in the beer. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, know, yeah. The, the, with the Lambic. But yes. this is, yeah, Orval is just one of my favorites. <laughs> Did you say about the last beer? I know. <laughs> I mean, I, that's
3: what I, that's what I said. It's whatever's
0: what going in your going really on. On. Right, right. I know. You know, what's really weird? I'm going to try it with some La <laughs> Trappe cheese. I know I'm crossing the monastery streams, but.
2: <laughs> I'm and, gonna, Mm-hmm. Th- with pairing, there is try and fail. I actually just mm. tried it with uh, something from the Nabisco uh, <laughs> Monastery. I've, I've, uh, I actually and bought, it just didn't like, work
3: out. Huh? Some really decent like uh, like wine crackers, mm-hmm. and I forgot them. So I was That's like, Chris, okay. okay,
2: bring crackers. And he-
3: he brings saltines and, and Ritz. That's right. I, but I, mean, they are, I know,
2: I know. But they I'm are traditional palate cleansers, so it does work on that side. Right, right. But I will say that those do wow. not pair well. <laughs> um, yeah, they just don't complement at all. Mm. I'm
1: doing the, the Trappist uh, elderberry jelly, and it's actually working pretty well. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah that's I'm going it it for a you know. date.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the sweetness. I think, because I tried the cheese as well mm-hmm. with it, did not go very well at all. Mm. I think the Orval needs a little something sweet to it, mm-hmm. right. mm. so, which is really what sets it on fire there.
2: I'm going to uh, oh, do something bold. Oh, I'm no, going man. to try Elderberry with the Trappist G. Oh. You've just it's a, that's crazy. not even a pairing, that is <laughs> a It's just an experiment. Yeah. Patrick has gone nothing. mad with power. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. has <laughs> gone mad with Trappist power. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But they. I feel like the last degree. act of gravity, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you on the other side, Patrick. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh. We're all just staring at him. Too. Yeah, I know it's
2: hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, we need to know. <laughs> it's we a need to know. Experiment. Somebody <laughs> had to try it. And, the result. I'm not saying it's a mind blower, <laughs> but I am saying that was surprisingly enjoyable. It had that was to it? Yeah, that was that was a rich tapestry. So n- it was pungent cheese. It was. Uh, pan-taste uh, lasagna. It was, mm. it was a little... I mean, you had sweet, you had sour, you had uh, the creaminess. you had... Uh, that was interesting. That... <laughs> it was... I, my tongue was completely confused. <laughs> <laughs> right? He didn't it, say it was good. No. Which way you know, do I go with I, that? It, definitely not bad. Like, would try again. Right. But, yeah, my t- I think my tongue basically felt like a deer in headlights. <laughs> Just, <laughs> That's not a bad thing. No. Yeah. That's...
0: Yeah. So I also want to mention, as we go through every one of these, we have seen that there is a Trappist logo on all of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, an authentic Trappist logo. Uh, so you you know that it's, it's a, a real light. Trappist okay. ale, a real Trappist brew, when it has that Trappist logo on it.
3: Yeah. Now, see, I, I didn't see that on the uh,
0: preserves, but I don't know if that... Well, they don't require it on the preserves. They exactly. only require it on the beer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, it can be on other things as well, and it has been on some, uh, but oh look at those mm. dregs. I'm really excited about these with the with the Britannomyces in it. Oh, I know right. it's gonna yeah. give it some nice sour notes. So the Orval was the one that I definitely wanted
2: to get into the uh, into the Munkenstein. Uh, yeah, the Munkenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again it's it's lightly sour so it's not like it's going to turn the whole batch. Right. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's not it's it's I don't think it's going to be oh look at that.
1: Which is a big thing with sour beers too that we should mention like the it's a tricky thing with breweries like you can't if you make sours, you either have to very carefully clean your equipment or use separate equipment to try a, to
0: a lot of people do it off site
1: yeah a lot it's, of people are yeah you, you risk that you know that's why like a lot of places you know do claw we don't do sours because yeah, you have to worry mm, about cross that cross contamination exactly yeah because yeah. you run a sour through if you don't clean it perfectly your equipment right. your, your next beer is going to be a sour <laughs> right and,
0: and a lot of home brewers yeah that's what they say once you make a sour you always make a sour right <laughs> and, and, but a lot of home brewers they if they start you know getting into weird beers and making sours and things like that throwing strange bugs in it once they have a carboy that they put the, the word into yeah. you know to create mm-hmm. it that is the sour carboy and they're mm-hmm. never going to use it for anything else because mm-hmm. once you have a little tiny scratch or something like that in the glass or some people use like an ale pail which is like a plastic bucket like you would get it like Home Depot but it's specifically made for you know making alcohol in you, you you know you can have just a little bug stuck in a little tiny scratch inside of that and once you do or if you don't clean all the yeast completely out of the bottom, Boom! There you go. You have a sour beer. So, and you're trying to make something. You're trying to make a nice pilsner, and you know all of a sudden it's like it's like whoa! That's
2: it's not supposed to taste like that. I was just glad after doing a couple misfire pairings to just enjoy that one. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: gotta be honest with you. I tried the 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 Orval with that cheese, Mm -hmm. and it was like. It felt like static in my mouth. Mm. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah. I, like like TV static. I was like, Oh, that's not good." <laughs> yeah. Like it's like turn that off. It's like when you get in your car mm. and the radio, you know, you left it on like a station where it's not <laughs> supposed to be on. Have or you something. tried it with it being warmed up?
1: Room oh, actually, temperature. Yeah, let me try another piece. So tasty, and also so try it with
2: one of the jams or one of the, yeah, oh, the jellies. do you want me to uh, try your your move? Let me mm. try the, I mean, the rhubarb. Not with, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. let me try the rhubarb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not oh, saying necessarily with a beer, but it be, is an interesting combo. I have when, to be
0: honest with you. The rhubarb was my favorite.
3: Oh, oh yeah, rhubarb, really, really good. Yeah. And yeah. I, mean, the, the, I don't, I don't even. The blueberry is like blueberry as blueberry can be. You know? Really, but the rhubarb, the yeah, rhubarb, that's, is, yeah, yeah that's fantastic. where it's at. But the, the cheese, once it becomes
0: room temperature, mm-hmm. oh, you get all you know of those flavors. Well, like, it's the same thing with yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you tried the cheese and the... <laughs> yeah, it's know, good. We're, yeah, We're yeah. not even pairing beer at this point. It's <laughs> just like we're putting cheese with preserves on Trappist
3: top. Trappist cheese with Trappist
0: preserves. I'm, I'm making you know I'm all about. combinations <laughs> possible. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm having that. I do it. Yeah, yeah, I do it. Seriously, try it. Yeah, it's, it's, give it a go. It's right. nice and warm. we're gonna yeah. give, it, we're gonna yeah, give it a shot. Room temperature
2: cheese is the way to be. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just didn't. Oh,
0: good lord!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Your face doesn't know where to go with that combination.
1: I no, that is did, amazing. It mm-hmm. kind of has that like salted caramel thing, where it's like the sweet yes. with the, mm-hmm. the salty. like mm-hmm. So I know this has nothing
0: Mm. to do with anything, but I am at home making a salted caramel cider right now. Oh, nice. Like, I have it up in, it it wasn't, I had it in the basement for a while and it just wasn't going because it was too cold. So I brought it up to my room to try and give it some heat to try and go. And my wife and I have been going to sleep with this noise. Bloop, 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 bloop. Like every four seconds, because it's coming out of uh, the airlock. Right. So it's really, it's really funny, yeah. (laughs) All right, so up next, guys, we have Abbe Saint Rame, which is the Roquefort Trappist. Mm. Trappist. Now, this is the uh, Roquefort or Rochefort 10. Rochefort, yeah. Ro- uh, I'm American, man. I know. Yeah. I like <laughs> it's
3: like the cheese. Roquefort. Like a Roquefort cheese. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Roquefort I tried Files. to buy some Roquefort cheese. <laughs> Roquefort <New> Files. Files. <laughs> right, from the
0: 70s. I tried um, to buy some Roquefort cheese, and you told me that that was not made by the, the Trappists. No, it's not. Because it's apparently just a cheese. Because it comes
3: from the Roquefort region. <laughs> of Belgium. Right. Not from the, the Trappists region. Monks from Roquefort.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't know that. Now, oh, all right, all right. <laughs> didn't have the logo. A lot it didn't, of, <laughs> it didn't have the logo.
3: A lot of the cheeses will have the logo, but again, yeah. not all. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things we forgot to mention was that pretty much all of these beers are named, or all the abbeys are named after the town that they're in. Mm-hmm. So you you know, um, Spencer, Spencer, Massachusetts. Uh, Ingusel, uh, Stift Ingusel, in Austria, is in Ingusel, Austria. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trap is, La Trappe, Orval is near Orval. So mm-hmm. all of them Because are, it's in the Valley of Orval. But mm-hmm. all of them are named after the area. Mm-hmm.
0: And thus all of the, the beer labels are named after that area. Now, this, of course, like, say, Spencer, it is St. Joseph's Abbey that makes the Spencer. Right. With, because they're in Spencer, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So you do have some confusion there. Some people A will call bit. it by one name or the other. Right. 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 But you have Abbey Saint-Ramé in Roquefort
3: makes the the trappist. The trapeast. Trapeast. Yeah. You know, trappist. Trappist. Trappisties. Yeah, there's an I S and then T E
0: S. That's it's uh, like shoppy. Yeah. Shoppy. Yeah.
3: But this is the Belgian ale 10. So this one, this little guy, is
2: 11.3%
3: alcohol, guys. Right. Holy smokes. <laughs> now we're yeah. in there. All right. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting so, into the heavy-duty stuff here. What did mm-hmm. you want
2: to say about the Orval, Pat? Oh, no, I just noticed, and it might be a while drinking that, at time for the fishing story, uh, the logo on this. I'd, uh-huh. I'd forgotten to look at the logo, but uh, the fish pulling the ring mm-hmm. um, comes from a local legend in that area Uh, They had a a fresh spring, which is where they were getting all the water, again, potable water for the community. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was, I can't remember the name of the woman. Okay, we are a couple beers in. Um, (laughs) But basically, uh, there was a legend of this woman who um, had lost her husband and went out to this spring and lost her ring. And prayed to God, prayed to God, prayed to God that she could get the ring back because... It was the only thing she had left from her husband, save for apparently a lot of wealth, mm-hmm. um, and a fish jumped on shore, and the fish had the ring, her wedding ring, and it was a sign from God that, you know, that the, you should be better. exists yeah. and stuff, yeah. and it works, and so she took. Uh, she took the ring, put it back on, and as a thank you to God, it took her wealth and helped build the monastery. That's amazing. In that region. Nice. And I don't know again, you know, I mean, it's a tale. I don't know how much it's, we don't know up, but that's, how true it is, but right. that's why, but they, that's chose why that. they have the fish with the ring is nice. the wedding ring uh, that was returned to build the monastery in the first place. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, Very cool. And the spring yeah. is now a full on lake. So, yeah, you know, but yeah. And, and most
3: of them, like the, the Spencer, um, the the symbol they have what is that that little uh uh, uh it looks like a the little, little thing in the bottom. tower
2: oh the fleur de lis
3: yeah the fleur de lis that's on their actual crest mm. from when they first were founded so they were they tried to you know intermingle their their original crest with you know the area they live in and i think all of them kind of do that sort of like to be respectful to their you know their their town their roots their roots yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so let's get into this. This here uh, roquefort. I also want to mention, as Joe's pouring this, that most of these uh, most of these beverages, um, all of the the monasteries pretty much have a tasting glass or a goblet that they have associated with it that they sell as well. And a lot of those are I'm going to try and get Amazon links for most of those and put them up on our website as well. Uh, so if you want to buy those, you know, you know, we'll get. Like six percent of the profit doesn't cost not you anymore. That. Yeah, like four percent, six percent of the profit. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but we get a little bit of profit to help uh, keep on the uh, on the airwaves, because they're not airwaves. <laughs> we're not
2: radio. Huh. There's equipment costs. There's bandwidth costs. Yeah, there's yeah, all costs yeah. beer cost. all like, this, man. All these beer costs oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. And you, guy, you guys cost. know the
0: struggle because you both have uh, podcasts as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. you know you know how it is. Yeah. If your name
1: is not Adam Corolla, they're expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. All right, let's, let's give this a, a sniff, guys. So this
0: is the Rochefort 10. Now we have Rochefort oh. also makes an 8, a 10, and a, a 12. A right? 6. It's a a, a six, 6, 8, and a 12. 6, Or 6, 8, and a 10. Oh, I'm smelling it. You have like those fruity notes. You know, a lot of people say when they you have these, what, the, the doubles, triples, things like that, the, the doubles specifically, is that you have a lot of what they call stone fruits. So you have apricots, you have cherries, you have dates, you have, here comes another burp. Hmm. You have uh, just all of those kind of fruits with stones in, inside of them. So um, that's what you're getting out of it. And that's not because they throw those in. That's because the yeast are making that. You know, they eat the sugar and they're making that that flavor from the esters, mm. or or they're eating it, they're making esters, which is making that flavor. Yes, I am
2: I'm not pulling much of a scent at all, which is weird. Like, yeah, I'm kind like, of yeah, Like, I'm a, sticking yeah. my nose deep in. Yeah, I'm not getting a. Well, lot. Well, it is. The glasses it's a the little cold. It's yeah, a little yeah, cold. Yeah. So
0: maybe give it a little swirl and, yeah. and warm it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, kind of release a little bit of that uh, carbon dioxide, and it'll it'll kind of bring it out. Trick too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: And it is six, eight, and ten. It's six. Named after eight, the gravity. And ten. Yeah. The gra- Yeah, you're yes. right.
0: And so basically your six is your your what, your single? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Your eight is your double, and mm-hmm. your ten would normally be your triple, but this doesn't look like a normal triple. A triple I... is a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Usually tri- uh, the darkest is the double. Yeah, so this yeah. would be
0: yeah. this would be like your your double.
2: So But they're named after the the
3: alcohol gravity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not so it's no, basically technically it's, the it's
0: generally around six percent, eight percent, ten percent alcohol by volume. Right, and is, this is eleven three. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's not quite ten percent. No, but you know, the 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 monks, although now they might have you know your your hydrometer to test it, back in the day they didn't necessarily have right. it. Right,
3: and anything. a lot of these, and like we were talking about earlier, um, in the past few decades, you know, before that, these recipes were changing, constantly evolving. Now they're pretty much locked in. Well, people, that's, people only in the past,
0: that's only in the past, say, 50 years or so. That's what I'm
3: saying, though. Mm-hmm. People pretty much expect the same thing
0: to be this, you know, mm-hmm. to taste like this. Yeah, because you would have different... Inc- uh, let me just say, I took a sip of this, wrote uh, <laughs> for 10, and it is, oh, godly. It is godly. Um, go ahead, go ahead.
4: Oh no no. no. I, you look like I you were listening? Like, you were like no, no. the beer's great. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was a green. <laughs> so the yeah, it's I, I don't it's think it's very rosy. You, yeah, it's, it's yeah. very rosy. So um you know, you have different ingredients that didn't necessarily all, were always there. You know, so you might True. one year you might have honey, the next year you might have, you know, some sugarcane or right. or, you know, some beet sugar, things they're, like that. They're
3: constantly evolving uh, recipes. And, yeah. And but they were like just
0: your... they were creating it to drink, they were creating it to sell. Right. And it wasn't the same recipe all the time. You know, right. you might have some yeast that, you know, you try it and, you know, eventually it doesn't doesn't really work out. So you get some yeast from one of the other monasteries, you try that. Mm. Um, also, some of the time they use the same yeast for like every single type of beer. So you might Use it for like the six, the eight, and the ten, but because you have more sugar, you're creating more of those esters, more of those phenols, and you're getting different flavors because you have more sugar in it. Right. All
2: right. So, what are you guys getting off of this? I um, am getting off of this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting off I on guess. this. Yeah. Um, first of all, I will say it was not nuts about apricot, and it. Uh, I've been trying to mix and match, take a sip or yeah. two, and then mm-hmm. pull. Um, but try an apricot, a, try a date, see how it yeah. kind of pairs and things like that. Yeah, just because I uh, that's something that I'm always curious about. Um, right, I I do it with cooking and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, but on its own, um, it's, it's got a kind of sweet tart. Like you yeah. know, not like the candy sweet tarts, but it's. I mean, it's sweet and tart yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it basically hits those spots on the tongue. And it's... but this
3: one is very very floral, like mm-hmm. a, heavily floral. Like just the nose of it, just.
0: Very
2: very floral. It's a it's a good one to breathe over. Like it's you know just mm-hmm. kind of let it rest and just. Yeah,
0: and I gotta say I must have gotten a little bit of the dregs in there because I definitely have. Oh, there is mm, there. Then there's I definitely deep dregs. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you got oh, a wow. good I collection. I got a lot of yeast. I think yeah, I yeah. think I. Got You've the got, got a
2: full on a t- atoll. <laughs> yeah, like I have there's quite
0: quite a bit of yeast in there, and I'm I'm okay with that because it doesn't
2: you know it doesn't bug me. Yeah, that might be why you were smelling it so much heavier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if you cut well, of these have been, these have been moved it. around a lot,
3: guys.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, double check the, the bottle before days. you finish the yeast to make sure there's still some representative. Oh, there. There'll be, be
3: something. But in the past few days, these, these bottles have moved around a lot. Yeah. Whether they're getting at the store, a couple have had to order, um, and then pouring them. So they didn't have a lot of time to settle within mm-hmm. the hour I got here before you guys did. True. So. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: But we're, we're trying them. And uh, for our local listeners, um, which ones were you able to actually get locally? Oh, wow. Um, um, I know Spencer, you said not yet. That came right, from not Jersey. Yet. <laughs> um, pretty much most of them we can
3: get at Dawson's. Dawson's Liquors right mm. down on, what is that? Uh, it's, Highway. it's
0: like on b It's off of Ritchie Highway. You turn right on B&A, and that's in uh, Saverna Park. Yeah. Okay. So Dawson's is like one of our favorite liquor one stores. One of the we...
3: best liquor stores I've ever been to. It's mm-hmm. a tiny little
0: joint. But it's there's... attached to a little rib joint. called like Adam's Ribs or something like that and uh, you know again religious for the purposes (laughs) exactly and uh, the uh, the the, the guy what is it Dave that does the like the beer buying he Mm -hmm. just has amazing stuff you know we almost got we almost got every single Trappist ale there Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also bought our mead there for mm-hmm. our mead episode. We also bought our applejack, applejack. there for our applejack episode. And mm-hmm. we highly bought, recommend that joint. Yeah, yeah. and and two mm-hmm. out of our six kinds of absinthe when we did our absinthe episode, we bought there. Mm-hmm. So we did um, six kinds of absinthe.
1: We had oh, six <laughs> kinds of absinthe. Oh, yeah.
0: We did every possible
3: variation of absinthe, wow. louching and cocktails and everything. Mm-hmm. So that must and have been that a was, fun show. That was with our uh, that was <laughs> with our uh, <laughs> our friend Mike.
2: I have to make sure to. Um, because up in the city, uh, we have Wine Source, and then we have...
3: Uh, is that the one in Hamden?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that place is pretty cool. Yeah. You can find a couple of these there. I am mm-hmm. uh, not. I know Chimay. You
3: can pretty much find Chimay everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's um, even
2: a, at McGuby's up in Timonium. They have it at, at a bar. Like yeah they, have, yeah. they stock it. Well,
3: there's a, a bar in Ellicott City. They have Chimay yeah. on, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little joint in, in Baltimore in... I want to say it's like Fells Pointy area. I think it's called Maffries. They okay. have it. Yeah. They usually have a few bottles of it here and there. Um, so you can find a lot of these Chimay, West Westmalle. Those are the easiest because they're the biggest. Yeah. They're the biggest uh, producers and exporters of the Trappist beers. Is uh, Chimay and Westmalle. Mm-hmm. Past that, Orval here and there. A shell is kind of
0: hard to find. Okay. So two years now, we uh, tried to find a shell.
4: <laughs> uh, we tried to
0: find it last year, could mm-hmm. not get it, tried to find it this year, could not get it. Joe finally found a place online that he could order it. Yeah. And of course, as we, we know, we kind of talked about before. The mail. The mail, it didn't come in because Joe had to sign for it. So, right. uh, so, and he wasn't there. But
3: those, the three that we're not having tonight, uh, is the other, uh, Netherlands, uh, what? Monastery. And they only make one beer. And that's the almost very recent one. That is the one that got the label right before Spencer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they were beginning of 2013, and the St. Joseph's was end of 2013. So very, very new with the label. They've been brewing for a very, very long time. They were established in like 1899, been brewing throughout. Um, The other one, a shell. We didn't have that, well we have it. But it's the post office
0: we're literally one uh breaking and entering charge away right. from having right. from having guess, all of yeah. them which you know the night's yeah. not over yeah, yeah. we can end right. up. hey know. let's take a few more beers and we'll go out guys my and confidence the, is building yeah
3: <laughs> the other one fail. of course west flatter <laughs> the, the the mystical west flatter right yeah um, so unfortunately guys we don't have that we do have saint uh saint bernardus bernardus which is literally the
0: the ripoff of West Flatter.
4: Mm, um, are we, are we the there cousin. yet? Because not I yet. really want to talk about that, not yet. but I don't. Right.
0: But I'm gonna have to. I, I will have to hold your I, tongue, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I will, but I'm gonna debate you on that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll move on to the next one first before we right. we, we get to we the St. Bernard's have... West Flatter and debacle. Even though we have three that we haven't necessarily uh, that we are not gonna necessarily get to tonight. I still think that having 7 out of 10 is a pretty good showing. Um, it's a passing grade. <laughs> right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> it's and, a passing grade. And some of them we got extra credit uh, for the uh, what well, we had the Gregorius and the Benno yep. that came from uh, the stiff Engersol uh, and we had two for that, you know? The only um, two they make. Yeah, so we yeah. had we had multiples for that. So yeah. I I think we got a little extra credit. So I'd say 8 out of 10. Yeah, th- we're a in B. Yeah, we're in a B range. Ooh, that
3: sounded nice. Yeah. Uh, Shime does that. Okay, so up next, we've got the... And I got the Grand Reserve. Shime makes probably the most beer and the, 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 the most varied of beers. You know, the what blue, red, yellow, Grand Reserve, and I think there's two other ones. I think they make a whip beer mm-hmm. as well. Um, and they also make a plethora of cheese. And we have today the A La Primer. We have the A La brie. And we have the Dor Goldwood, which are all
0: Shimei cheeses. And we have to try. Really. I, you smell the foot? I you thought smell somebody foot? farted. <laughs> you smell yet, it? I thought I was like, <laughs> I thought it. one of our no, guests no. had farted. These no, are... that is the fact that you brought the cheese over. They mm-hmm. need to warm up. I, am, I the, apologize. The actual term yeah. of cutting the cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I right. apologize, guys. Smell. I was really like, did somebody fart? <laughs> no. Really? No, 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 did somebody rip this, it? Well, also, no. if you
1: smelt it, I mean, the law says that you have dealt it. That's true. I was And then I was like, maybe it's my feet. You know what I mean? They're kind of warm.
0: And then I was like, oh, no, God, it's the
3: cheese. Right. It is the cheese. Okay, so Shimei, again, they are probably the largest producers. Uh, first founded in 1850, and they started brewing, I guess, full time by 1863. They were the first uh, Trappist monastery to get the label, to get the six-sided Trappist label. They mm-hmm. were one of the first to go into the courts and be like, this is, this is wrong, Like this is a bad idea. We need to have some sort of system to control what we do and what everybody else is is able to call, you know, an Abbey ale or a Trappist beer or whatever. So, she may pave the way for a lot of people or, and or a lot of the abbeys.
0: Also, uh, they are the most pr- prominent uh, Trappist beer that you can find in the U.S. Yeah, well, I, so if you're gonna have, <laughs> they if you're, make so much. Pain. They do, and if yeah. you're gonna have like a beer for Christmas or something like that and you want to try one of these trappist ales the chimay is probably the one that you want to go for cuz yeah. you can find it in almost any any liquor Anywhere. store beer yeah. store kind yeah. of place
2: I think yeah. they make 3 million barrels worth a year a lot yeah. Yeah. yeah it's i mean it they are one of the top employers of their entire region
0: yeah. now one of my favorite uh parts is the fact that joe got the grand reserve mm-hmm. which is you know it's aged right oh yeah this one is a 2012 Mm-hmm. So
3: it is a few years old.
0: Now the mm-hmm. best thing about bottle-conditioned beer is that as it ages in the bottle, it changes the flavor. So oh, you're yeah. gonna have you're gonna have uh you know like I said you're gonna have it creating all those bubbles, all that CO2. But as it does that, it creates uh, strange esters. It creates all these other flavors. So this being an older Chimay, we're gonna have extra flavors in there that you wouldn't normally have with your with your you know your gold and your Uh, blue and your red Chimay. Which one is this based off of? Do you know? The Grand Reserve?
3: Actually, I believe it's a mix between the red Mm -hmm. and the yellow. Mm -hmm. Because the red and the yellow actually use the
0: same exact yeast. They use different yeast for their blue and the other... uh, No, I believe the blue is their Christmas beer. Uh, right. That was the one that they started uh, making for Christmas time, and then everyone really, really liked it. So they started mm-hmm. making it year round. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're, those you can pretty much you can pretty much find those three everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and you also will uh, you'll find a lot of videos on YouTube for Chimay because people will actually go into the brewery. It's it's the, it, the these are the people that will actually let you into the brewery and kind of get mm-hmm. a little bit of a tour, especially if you have a video camera and you're trying to you know propagate the fact that you know these are around. Yeah.
2: So They are literally the face of
0: Trappist beers to right. most of the world. Exactly, yeah. I, yeah. I still really mm-hmm. keep on thinking that's my feet that are smelling. <laughs> <the top. laughs> like like they're, I like I have s- the floor heat on in my in my <laughs> van and right, you know, like I'm baking my own feet. Summer that's, day. That's, yeah, 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 like mm-hmm. two day old socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's chose what, to that's what them for i third day. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for some mm-hmm. reason. But no, these
3: are soft cheeses. So they you have a brie they're all basically breeze. A very soft, very footy, very cavey type Mm -hmm. cheese, Uh, and you you can just smell that pungent, you know, waft. But the great thing about these kind of cheeses is that even though they're very pungent in the nose, on the mouth, they're amazing. They're this mellow, super creamy, so, yeah, dive in guys, give it a, sh- give so a, a shot. So let's try some Chimay
0: on the mouth. I'm gonna start off with just the beer by itself. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, kind of stirred cool. it up a little bit mm-hmm. and gave it like uh, to get some of that, um, that carbon dioxide out and that brings the flavors out too. Especially with these tasting glasses, they kind of have this, this, um, this area for it to kind of spread out and as you kind of swirl it, it, it brings the effervescence up mm. and it brings all those flavors and it brings it to a smaller point so you can really get a good smell. I do like that Grand Reserve. Yeah, that it's that very, very
2: good. It's very good. Oh, that. an absolute sipper. Though. It's. I mean, yeah, you yeah. do it. You do it in little doses. Oh, and, that, and that's why. I mean, this this yeah. here bottle is. This is a full
3: pint. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, you're you take this out with you for a party or something, that's what you sip off of yeah, all night. For the night. Yeah. yeah it's that's,
2: like having a glass of really smoky scotch. Yeah, yeah. You, the kind you don't want to even see an ice cube near. You don't down this at a you know football game or whatever. Right. This is this is you so enjoy
3: it all. I have night. to say
0: this the cheese kind of spreads like butter. I mean yeah. it's mm-hmm. just that oh, kind yeah. of yeah. like
3: and this this uh the Grand Reserve is a nine percent alcohol again. Holy guys. smokes.
1: Also, because we've been mentioning it, they put the uh, Trappist logo
3: on the cheese. It's it's definitely branded. It comes in these big, giant wheels that you have almost like a a segmented cut. So they put these labels on these big, giant wheels. So when when purveyors actually cut the cheese, they cut it with the Trappist label and the name of it already on there for
2: their cut. So very cool. Yeah, despite the smell, that is that is some smooth cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very good though. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna give a try. What now? Mm. Mm. We that have
0: is, that's, that's good. great and footy. That's like
3: <laughs> pungent it's just, footy. Yeah, let, me, this let this try is this one. super.
2: Like it's buttery. Really?
3: Yeah. Mm. I do love the way they all spread. Mhm. Oh yeah. You have to warm these cheeses up. You have to get them room temperature. Well, a lot of the and time all of those, too. Ar- you know, aromatics get just With boom. cheese, they
0: say you're supposed to put them out an hour before you serve them. And the reason mm-hmm. why is because they have a lot of ammonia in them. Mhm. And if you if you let it sit, the ammonia will build up Ooh. and then you're tasting that kind of like you know, window washer... Uric acid. ...pea kind <laughs> yeah. of, like, yeah. flavors, and you're supposed to get rid of all that. Yeah. So you, that's why you let let them sit out, you let the mm. ammonia kind of waft off of them, and you let them warm up, and you get better flavors. Oh, so I gotta say they're good, but they are really footy. You... This is not... I mean, this is not a, like... Um,
3: the, these aren't, like, make-a-sandwich kind of cheese. Right. No, oh, God, is, no. This is... Backyard very, social, very little mm-hmm. bit. Open you know air. this the uh, traditional hors d'oeuvres. You know, is a little tiny bit. That's
0: all you yeah, need. Yeah, this is really this is this is made to drink with the Chimay beer. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. some wine. You know
1: that kind of thing.
0: And you know uh, uh, some of these um, mm. some of these Trappist breweries do make wine was as wet, well. That one's smoky. That was. Which awesome. one is good?
1: Yeah, that was. I haven't that tried one, this one yet.
0: Yeah, I have some of that right now.
1: The Alabri.
2: Uh, ah, it's smoke. So the Brie is the last one we've all. We were all trying, but. yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And the uh, oh, the a la première. A la Premier I liked better. I know that one. Uh, it's I a know, little mentally. bitter on the on the the back end. Yeah, that yeah. one's definitely the strongest. It's, yeah, uh, it's
3: got a great texture to it, mm-hmm. but it's just. I think this is aged longest too. The, okay, the the, yeah. but
0: really, when you try them with the the beer, you can tell that they that they just go together. Oh you yeah, you know what I mean? Well, you, you're you're talking about. Cheeses
3: that are aged alongside of their beers, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's.
0: I mean, it's. This is this is just this is something that people have have been doing for a very long time. Yeah, and you can you can taste it. You can taste the the quality, uh. and that's what the, that's the last rule. Well, the second to last rule. The last rule is <laughs> you can't talk about it. Right. Right. Of course. You know, but the the um the last rule is uh you, you know the the quality right? Yeah. Uh, Not that I remember specifically what it is because I'm a few in. No, but it it is the best quality product you can make. And this is is amazing quality. I mean, you can tell. You can tell this is amazing quality beer. This is amazing quality cheese. And you put them together, and it's uh, 2 plus 2 equals (laughs) like 10. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah. They just they pair.
2: Really curious to see how the Brio on Ritz goes. I know, I was kind of <laughs> curious. I felt yeah. like I needed to try The Buttery Ritz with I, the buttery I, cheese. Yeah, yeah, I took I love Ritz on their own, but the last Ritz challenge I took today was not a success. <laughs> I think it's good. All right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But I would only try it with this one. Like the
1: I forget which one that That's is. The That's the premiere. Yeah. That's the premiere. Yeah. I don't know that I'd go with one of the this smokier like, This, this one's a,
3: a bit more smoky. Yeah, this one's a bit sharper on the end. Yeah, that's right. The the one that's that the more very, mild. Yeah, very even. Yeah, very, yeah.
1: So that's why I wanted to try that with but it's the it's Very very good. buttery. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely. Yeah, it's very. But it actually, <laughs> might work well. Oh yeah, yeah. with the yeah, with
3: the ritz. Does. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. not bad. A uh, 2014. Uh, so I didn't get it because I actually wanted to try yeah. at least you know a, a mm-hmm. decently aged. I mean, two years, meh. We're like, oh, go for the oldest one you can find. Well, that's yeah. the oldest one I can find. Yeah. And that's <laughs> honestly
2: know? about, uh, from what I've, uh, from what I was seeing on a lot of research, um, eight to twelve months. If you're ga- if you're going to age it, is mm. usually when you get the best reaction. After that, it starts to go a little bit south. And what cool dry place, like under mm-hmm. a cupboard somewhere,
3: not near a, a an appliance that heats up. Right. Yeah. And that's all you have to do with these kind of beers. Just yeah.
0: stick them somewhere out of the way. Cool, yeah, dry no place. That's no it. sunlight. Yeah, no. Yeah. Te- like as it's best like temperature control.
3: Yeah, treated like a vampire. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. That's
0: that's one of the things that you know with with these kind of beers, they're bottle conditioned, everything else. That you know with home brewers, this is very much like like home brewing. Mm-hmm. And you know they say if you have a beer that you don't really like, leave it in the bottle. You know you 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 make you know quite a few of them. You make a case of them. You try a few. You don't like it. You let it sit in the bottle for about a year, mm-hmm. and then try it again. It's going to mellow flavors. Your yeast is going to give off different, you know, uh, different uh, phenols. It's going to give off those different mm-hmm. And your, your hops drop out. Your so hops are yeah, going to drop yeah, out, yeah. so it's going to get a little sweeter. You know, you wait about a year and then try it again, and it might be a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, it, it really depends. So the hops do take a while to drop out, um, but it's, you know. About the year mark is where you want to, you know, try something. Unless it's sour, and a sour can go a couple of years and still
2: continue to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barley wine, um, I've actually just done an experiment uh, off of uh, 21st Amendment out in San Francisco. They're bar-bar. I mean, they try and get everything they can. And they started buying uh, Sierra's Bigfoot when they started making it and wanted to experiment the lengths of barley wine. So they bought a ton of it. And they found over the years that usually eight to ten years is perfect for barley wine. Uh, eight is the key mark, but like Really? Yeah. Like six to ten I would say, like you're you're see, you're starting to see around it, but mm-hmm. eight years is when they charge the most for it and they have it going back like you know over a decade on a lot of them (laughs) and so every year since I had heard that I have actually been buying a pack of their Bigfoot and I they've got the year on the cap and so Mm. I'm just like I'm timing them out and Mm -hmm. actually next year I'm going to start diving into one a year so that I can actually take that whole curve on each one and try one from this year one from the year before one from you know nice nice. but yeah it's different beers have different perfect aging but even then it's not like wine Mm. you know where, well, some of the aging really matters. You don't yeah. have to wait decades you don't, you know, to try a wine that you may never actually get to. This right. one's like, at most, a half a generation, and i a good beer.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And if you guys didn't notice, we're actually going
3: newest to oldest mm-hmm. uh, as, as we're doing the tasting. Mm-hmm. So, Chimay was technically the third in line for their mass production. Uh, and that was in 1863. And again, like I said, first to get the actual Trappist steel during the 60s after all the court cases and stuff. Up next, we're going to do the St. Bernardus.
0: Yeah. Which is not a Trappist. It's not. So, sometime around uh, World War II. West Flatterin was uh, one of the is, is one of the Trappist breweries. They uh, they had a hard time uh, creating their beer, and the story goes. Uh, some people say that they didn't want to do it anymore. Some people also say that uh, they, you know, might have had a fire in the abbey. Drink, <laughs> drink. drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, what they did was they went outside to another abbey and a brewer. Uh, Saint uh, Saint Bernardus, and they had them start to create their beer. They gave them their yeast, and uh, you know they gave them their their method, and they had them brew it. Now, uh, when they did that, uh, they had a deal that they were going to do it for thirty years. That was around you know the the late forties. They continued to make their beer until nineteen ninety two. Now, uh, a lot of people say that the original yeast from that ha- that Saint Bernardus has is the actual yeast that they use. Now, the West Flatteran uses a yeast that they uh, got from West Mall. So, mm-hmm. a lot of people would say the St. Saint, uh, Saint Bernardus is the actual West Flatteran beer, as where people other people say that the West Flatteran are the people that use it now? If you want to hear more about West Flatter and there's an amazing ninety nine percent invisible episode, it's just really good and they talk all about West Flatter and the people that go there and try to get the beer. It's I would I would say definitely listen to it. It's called the best beer in the world. Now, is it the best beer in the world because it is? You know, you have like a you have. I mean, peep, it did you know, make what? Yeah. Best beer in the world, like what five years in a row? Yes, yeah, something like yeah, <laughs> yeah, five years in a row. But it's you know, is it the best beer in the world because of the artificial you know market for it, for the fact See, that no one can get it again? Because it's it's that same thing where you you can't get somewhere and you can't get that beer, so you try it. I know people it's a across bl- that's the a United whole Black. Market I know a lot of West people Latin. across the United States mm-hmm. that cannot get things like Yingling, which is the oldest brewery in America. Yeah. So when they get Yingling. It is amazing to them. Mm -hmm. But for us, it's no big deal. It's literally like a Bud Light to us. Well, I feel like that
1: was, in this market, like New Belgian kind of exploded. Because for a long time, you know, like Um, people wanted to get it and had to fight to get it shipped up. But now that it's here, you know, kind of, like I I like New Belgian stuff. It's kind of calmed down a little bit. I enjoy a a fair
2: amount of it. But yeah, actually, when they first started, um, I remember finding... Uh, don't be crabby. We're finally in the Chesapeake. It was, and they sold it in '22, and that was the first that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, they made sure to get that batch out, and I brought it to a bar that I normally would go to. And I said, "By the way, I just found this. Uh, they're starting to get distribution, mm-hmm. um, and we stuck it in the cooler. I worked my gig that night, and then afterwards." I mean, most bars don't like you to bring in beer. Yeah. Right. mm -hmm. As a rule. Mm -hmm. But in this case it was just once the crowd was out, the bartender and one of the servers and I just split this bottle and we're like, Yeah, okay, nope, that's maybe it's the rarity, maybe it's the newness of it. But we are really excited. Like it was yeah. yeah, It's I mean it's the whole you wanna see the new Star Wars movie. But you want to see the trailer, and it's like I know it's just two minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. kind of cut to like really get me excited. Right. But I still get to see some of it. I know I'll see all of it, and then I'll bitch about it for three years after. <laughs> right. But like we did for Phantom right. Menace. exactly. Yeah. But it's still the excitement. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And know? I think that's uh, a lot of the the mystique about West Flatterin is that again those monks are oh, very so good. They're, they're very <laughs> humble. They don't. They're.
0: You still have to drive up to the abbey. To get those beers. You have and, to you know, literally, that's the whole point. You have did, to go to the Abbey, or you have to go to the cafe at the Abbey, right. or one of the little cafes in the town around the Abbey, right. in they, order to get West Flatter and 12. There was which a is very the, bad the,
3: storm. the best beer in the world. Uh, in like 2002, 2003, where they did, they were like, oh crap. our Our Abbey is in serious, serious, you know, dire straits.
0: They did a worldwide sale. And they called those building boxes. Yes. Where they sold little boxes with some West Flatterin, and they had, a, I believe, two goblets in it. Yep. Right. Two it was drinking like a, goblets. it was like a
3: six pack and two goblets. Yeah. Two globlets. Globlets. <laughs> goblets. Goblets. <laughs> goblets. Sounds like you've oh. had some beer. Yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. Uh, two goblets. goblets. <laughs> and they went for like like hundred bucks sometimes. Yeah. And even now,
0: like the ones that I, you I, can still get them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and, and but not in any store because right. they're all being sold on eBay and the right. black market. Saint Bernardus,
2: the the, yeah,
0: we are drinking Saint Bernardus twelve, which Abbott is twelve. Yeah, the Abbey twelve, uh, which is basically the same beer as West Flatiron, but different yeast. Okay, so it's brewed the exact same way with a different yeast. So now I, I really wanted to try this side by side and. You know, the, the, it kind of threw a kink into it with the US Postal Service, and I really wanted to have the West flatter in with the guys. Thank you, US Postal mm-hmm. Service. Yeah, and I really apologize that we, we cannot have it. It's okay. Um,
3: but, you know, but this, this is,
0: is a, a 10% alcohol oh, product of Belgium. It's 10%. That's why I'm feeling like
3: this. Right. <laughs> but, but we haven't had this one yet. No, no, no. Yeah, and oh, this yes, is, you have.
2: Oh. Uh, oh, I have, because oh, well,
0: I'm, not, I'm not holding it up. Let's See, give it a try, is guys. Trappist
3: and Wagon. See that? Trappist and Wagon. So Which it's means like, like almost Trappist? It's it's like saying Abbey style. Yeah. Yeah. Can we Travers take a Spirit.
1: moment to talk about how terrifying he is on that label? He like, is oh the Saint Bernard oh, monk. He's, yes. yeah. yeah, shiny. I don't like him. He does. He looks like more of a he, doll he, than a person. Like he, he, looks very much like a. Do you the 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 he Rudolph, looks the the stop yes, motion Rudolph. Yes. yes, shiny, shiny people. Yeah, his face is too shiny. His smile is unnerving. He yeah. looks
2: like, like the very end of the story of the Gerber baby. Like that's the <laughs> Gerber baby. Right. At, like you know. <laughs> yeah. But he's like just a little guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Just a little, yeah. yeah but it's like the, Gerber, the same. Baby, it's the at 112. Yeah, yeah, it's the same head tilt, After it's he the became same monk. smile. That is, yeah. that is old man Gerber. I like <laughs> it. The same pope in his
0: drawers. <laughs> that was his name is Gerber Bernardus. I don't know if you knew <laughs> a lot that. of people know that. <laughs> so, so what do you guys think? All right, so come This on, is give, this give is a like, basically a clone or a, and yeah. some people say either a clone or possibly the, the original. Oh. It, it was the original. I don't know, because so, there's
3: so much nepotism with the yeast sharing between these monasteries. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole
2: Sergeant Pepper Pet Sounds thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's Yeah. It's like,
0: but, uh, you know, generally, does it really matter? It's absolutely amazing. No, it it oh, it's is incredibly, incredibly tasty.
3: It, it smells amazing. It smells a lot like um, probably the
0: La Trappe. Mm-hmm. The sort of, like, fruity, floral. You're getting those, what do they say, stone fruits? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of, those, those cherry apricots, you know, all that kind of flavor to it. It tastes very sweet. Just like not a, really sure what Watu like should. What does Watu mean? Actually, this is a Watu? I don't know. It might be the town. Um, I could look it up. Yeah. I thought but, it um, was a Total Recall. This is Watu. actually, or this is, is a quato. The 12, yeah. the 12 is what they, they it's not a double. <laughs> the 12 is actually what they call the quadruple. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, it's only called that for, you know, like American audiences Mm -hmm. of beer, apparently, when they're watching it on cinema. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Oh my God, Singer and Artist is so good. Yeah,
2: it is is very good. good. I want to throw a comparison out there. Um, This is kind of, it's a more mellow resurrection Mm-hmm. it's in the same family Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I mean if you know because we keep describing like hints and all that but when you're, like, mm. people at home probably well you can't taste the radio I you wish he tried to lick me but
0: <laughs> right. yeah. oh god we talk about that all the time <laughs> 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 we know you're listening <laughs> but I would say
1: this is dangerously drinkable is actually oh, absolute. I think all of these that's why I yeah. thought of resurrection again. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's a, you know, it's a quadruple. I mean, it, this is what they say has either quadruple alcohol. Even though we know it doesn't, it's really just the next step up. Right. So whether it has to be, you know, that they mashed in the grain four times or whatever it is, it has more alcohol. So mm-hmm. it could also be the candy sugar and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And really, like, if West Flatterin tastes anything like this, I'm going to be, yeah. A I'm, happy camper. I'm going to be a happy
1: camper. I feel like this ends with we all have to go. We all have to buy a mm-hmm. plane ticket and the four <laughs> and of go us to <laughs> have to right. go to Belgium. This is it. I, mean, I, I <laughs> am totally down. Yeah, I will go to Belgium <laughs> I will tomorrow. take a beer trip.
0: There is, uh, do you know who Zane Lamprey is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zane Lamprey has an episode where he went to Belgium. He went to the Delirium Brewery mm-hmm. uh, where he goes and he tries all the different Abbey ales and the Travis beers. And that's a very good episode of Three Sheets. If you guys get the chance to to watch that episode, I would say definitely go for it. Yeah,
2: they got harder and harder to find just because uh, cable networks moving it around. Mm. Right. Yeah. So I know it I'm is available
0: one. on Netflix. Um, oh. Okay. But
2: not streaming. You have to ha- actually get it by the discs. the discs. discs. Yeah. yeah. Straight up streaming. All right. I'm going to try the Smoky Brie with the elderberry jelly um, while we still are diving into cheese. Exciting. I'm going to try a bite of it, and then I'm also going to try a bite with. I don't want to wait, I don't want the to. St. Bernard's? Yeah, I want to just kind of keep drinking the St. Bernard's. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah, but okay. i I got to be
0: honest with you, there's a little bit of Chimay left, and I'm yeah, going for that. So I'm uh, I'm going for back for some Chimay because I already finished my St. Bernard's because I liked it that much. Mm-hmm. I feel like
1: I'm going to sound like you, but it, the St. Bernard's is my favorite that we've had so far. It <laughs> absolutely is.
0: It, it is so good. And that's available. That is widely available yeah, in the you can US. you that anywhere. And it's 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 it is the closest to the West Flatter in which people consider the best beer in the world. Mm-hmm. Five years running.
2: This is a sweet tangy odyssey. Uh, it's an oddity. Or is it a, the smoky and on. the is it blueberry? An odyssey or an oddity? Both. I'm not... It is both. <laughs> it's, it's an odyssey into an oddity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrapped in a riddle. It's kind <laughs> of congealed in a burrito. <laughs> it's kind of the Russ Meyer version of two thousand one. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's. It's interesting. Um.
0: <laughs> hmm? Good is not the word that's coming out of your mouth. It's <laughs> just one yeah. raised
1: eyebrow. I'm not sure how there to take There was nothing that. even approaching good that he said. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: I don't hate it. I went for the second slice. I didn't set it down and I it's like I would, leaving people with a sort of like eh? It's it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like you can't say you enjoyed Lost Highway. (laughs) Right. But you can appreciate it. And it's all there. (laughs) It's
1: fine. I was actually just, when you were describing it too, I was thinking of that movie Lucy. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. But that was sort of the reaction I had of like, that was an experience. Yeah. Like, there were a (laughs) lot of
2: elements that were all in place and I (laughs) can't say anything bad about it. It Right. That is, I'm glad that I did that. I remember Mm. that that happened. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least, and the first... West Mall. Okay. Uh, originally founded in 1794 and officially started brewing in 1836. They are probably the top one or two uh, producers in the world. What are you grinning? <laughs> Cheese mouth?
0: I don't know how crocker I'm going to chew. I just <laughs> okay. waiting until you're done. Okay. <laughs> um,
3: so they are one of the ones that is... Very, very easy to find if you wanna try a Trappist beer. Uh, the one we have tonight is the Triple. This is a the Full Pint, and this one runs at 9.5%
0: alcohol. Now, a Triple is a little bit different. Um, we talked about the kind of, the blonde. This is, you know, a lot lighter mm-hmm. in color. Right. Um, but, you know, you're gonna get, like, some more hops in the Triple. So as a paired as a as a paired as opposed to like the double or, yes. or the double right. it's just it has a tendency to be a lot lighter
3: again you get that like sort of like soury.
0: yeah uh, yeah well that's good yeah mm-hmm. you know normally I like the doubles I like that really oh. strong dark flavor but this is um. It's a little lighter, but it's, a, it's still a really large beer. Yeah. Mm, uh, you know? Ever
3: since last year when we tried to do this episode, this has pretty much become my go-to beer. I've gotten this bottle, <clears throat> this triple, several, several times this past year mm-hmm. because I kind of fell in love with it. Like having, having it the first time last year, uh, it, it's, there's just nothing like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it has a little bit of sour, a little hop, a little sweet,
0: and you're getting a little bit of everything. Like yeah, but it's, the, it's the best part. So right? easy to
1: drink. What do you guys think? Yeah, and yeah. it's a good one to end on. Like I think it is yeah, because of what you're yeah. saying. Like this yeah. is a
2: nice kind of finish, yeah. refreshing. Yeah, but still yeah, very heavy. much more. Yeah. It's it's more mellow than some of the really complex ones. Mm-hmm.
0: I'd like to try it with an apricot, Joe. Oh, yeah. You want to pass over him. an apricot? I feel like that's going
2: to really uh, set it off. But we'll, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, don't see cheese as much with this one. No, 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 no. No. And they, they do have a, um, a double. Yeah,
0: the apricot is, is yeah, where it's at. They the do shot. have a,
3: a, a double, as they call it. Uh, and it usually comes in this smaller, like, half-pint bottle. A lot darker, a lot, you know, uh, thicker. But that only runs 7% alcohol. And you know, it really depends on your taste, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, I'm
0: getting apricot in the beer, just smelling it. Yeah, which is why I decided to have an apricot to chew on. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, it sets it up. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. brings out a lot of that.
3: Mm-hmm. We're all just drinking and eating it Trappist yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's amazing, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys. I'm, I'm just going kind of well. Like the reveling and the the, the dates and the plethora. apricots
0: were from Wegman's um, grocery store, and not mm-hmm. not from a Trappist. Oh monastery, but... By the way, Wegmans,
3: um, these three Trappist uh, preserves and jellies, mm-hmm. that's where I got those. Oh, wow. Wow, awesome. yeah, so I would not have expected that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I happenstance. <laughs> and they,
2: a I'd lot end. of the time they
0: also have the the cheese, yes, the, the Chimay cheese. I found one of the uh,
3: Chimay cheeses there, because they have a great fromagerie, and just walking... <laughs> that's what it's
2: called! <laughs> yeah, fromagerie.
1: Uh, Don't mock his education. Yeah, on. No, I'm not. I'm
2: not. <laughs> Don't downplay it. Is uh, this when something sounds that French? <laughs> <laughs> it
3: sounds a like, little bit more like an
2: ass.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, God, it's you're, true. From Quebec, hard oh, like you're a jerk. Uh, but walking out of the store, I just happened to walk into the preserve aisle and I just looked over and I saw Trappist. And I was like,
0: Oh my God! It was meant to Is that really? Was, it, it was Saint Joseph's.
1: The yeah. same people that make
0: Spencer. That was your. Yeah.
1: That was your ring in a fish moment right there. That I was... think so. I think so. <laughs> I think I found the ring. That was your fish you know. choking on a ring moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fish choking on a ring. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm so, going to try this now. Like, do uh, it. Yeah, I want to see how this goes.
0: Okay, so I know the West Mall is good and everything, but we still have some of this uh, Gosh, Chimay kill, kill It Grand Reserve left. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm going to go for that. And we still have half a bottle. You know why? Because I am a Trappist rebel. Uh, this the West
3: Mall actually has Trappist, in the brewer, on the bottle. It's actually in the the glass. So oh yeah yeah Trappist brewer on mm. the glass.
0: Yeah, and if you know anything about um, the being labeled in the glass, like we talked about during our Switchel episode, mm-hmm. you would know that that's the uh, the sign that it is a good uh, alcoholic beverage. Yes.
3: And again, most of these run anywhere from, you can find them like as cheap as like five bucks a bottle, up to twenty five dollars a bottle for that that uh, uh, uh Le Trap. Well, the problem
0: is with shipping. A, l- a lot again, of these, yes. you have you have these, you know, Belgian breweries. You know, of course, you have a few in the Netherlands. Yes, a couple in the U.S., which are. You know, a little easier to find, but you know, like we said, the you know, that one is made in Massachusetts, Spencer is made in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. They don't even ship it to Maryland yet. Yet. Which we're not we're seven states away. We're we're (laughs) not that far. Right.
3: Right. But it's getting here. And and Mm -hmm. you have to understand that's last year. Last year it got the label. Yeah you know, and Mm -hmm. last year they had major production. So give it another year, it will be pretty much up and down the East Coast for Mm -hmm. everybody. Now, the harder ones, like the Zündüt, they only make one beer. Yeah. Um, Achel, it's just hard to find. And the West
0: Flattern, again, very hard to find. We did order them. um, And we are going to be trying them. Yeah. Tomorrow night, if mm-hmm. my wife lets me out two nights in a row, <laughs> right. um, and you're going to be getting that at the very end of this podcast, just to yeah. just to taste it. To of course, round. It out. we're not going to have Joel and uh, and Pat here, which right. is which is going to suck for that Mostly, yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really you know? just sad. said yeah. it to myself. Yeah,
2: mainly, mainly. I'm going to Uh yeah, I'm going to have some very Trappist envy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just drink uh, hard ciders tomorrow, just so I really feel like I'm missing out. But <laughs> right. if you guys can just pour a little bit out for
1: me, yeah, we <laughs> will. We will. In, in, a,
3: in a month or so. Chris will have the uh, Munkenstein.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am very so, curious yeah. about your Munkenstein. Like. We're gonna give it a shot. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna see.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find like a uh, Dubbel extract you know, like an extract brew instead of doing all grain, which is where you actually take the grain and brew it and everything out. You know what I mean? It takes a long time. Instead, you can get extract, which is a lot easier to do, a lot quicker. I'm going to take that. I'm going to try and brew some Munkenstein with literally every single yeast coming from a, a Trappist brewery because all of them are brewed. Uh, it, well, they're brewed and then they're uh, bottle conditioned. So right. all that yeast... I'm gonna propagate, I'm gonna try and make like a starter, and I'm gonna brew it with that yeast. That's what I'm gonna try. And I'm gonna try Munkenstein and we'll maybe we'll have like, you know, like a little mini episode yeah, where we a, all get together re-dissing. and try yeah. you know Munkenstein together. Sure. You know? okay. And then yeah, we buy I'm our, our tickets that. to Belgium. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just go online and, and buy our tickets to Belgium. And we'll be like, You think this is good?
2: Try our Munkenstein. You know? We can if we can bring Munkenstein around and say, hey guys, you inspired us. I mean yeah. not religiously. But with fear? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I think we should call it Mungetstein the Trapist. <laughs> Is that the. Trappist yeah, yeah. the trape Monkenstein, the trappist
1: now yeah. if you sneak on to the monastery with that and like you make it there Does that count can you does, can you can I actually call it? <laughs> <Right>. Can you <laughs> stick the label on if you're not selling it? <laughs> yeah, if it's not profit I don't
0: unless I tell my wife that we're never having sex again. I don't think that that's gonna work So right. she mm. might have a few problems with that. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I don't know I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it an Abbey Ale.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, call yeah. it we an Abbey Ale. Al. Monkeys, or, yeah. you know, Munkenstein, Abbey Ale. I'm Al. fine with that. It's yeah, better. Your absolutely. wife is probably happier with that. She, I think she yeah. is. But we could do like <laughs> 10 Trappist logos all
0: Oh, like all together, yeah, just yeah. different styles. Yeah, you know what I mean. One's yeah. a trapezoid. We'll we'll sew them all up. You know, yeah. instead of uh, instead of being a
2: uh, octagon. Wait, wait, it's a, it's hexagon. a hexagon. hexagon. Yes, hexagon. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could do an octagon as the how <laughs> do mirror it? Like. Well, it yeah, it be a, mm-hmm. a decagon. Because it'll
3: be
0: all 10. All oh, 10. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Now we're getting, we're getting deep. Oh, we are. <laughs> we're getting I'm deep. I'm thinking about marketing, buddy. With the whole, am, <laughs> you're three steps ahead. Yeah.
3: I am, I'm, I'm thinking about just, bottling and marketing right now. I'm just filled with the Holy Spirit
2: right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this is Patrick. I just want to plug Expert of Nothing, the podcast, uh, available on the Thunder Grunt Network and at expertofnothing.com. And the live shows that we do, the last Sunday of every month, we just posted our schedule for 2015, a lot of fun shows. Uh, It's a tough show to explain to folks, but trust me, when you come out and see it, you'll have a good time and hopefully keep coming back. That'll be at the wind-up space last Sunday of every month. Uh, and, yeah, I, I just want to say uh, Hobo Radio goes up every
1: Wednesday, uh, weekly pop culture podcast. And, and I
0: love your logo oh, with yeah. the hobo <laughs> next to the burning hobo trash yeah. can, yeah, which is my favorite. Yeah, yeah uh,
1: Joe Dunn, who's a webcomic guy, made mm-hmm. that. and He's phenomenally talented. But, uh, but yeah, that goes up every Wednesday, hobotrashcan.com. And, uh, obviously, Duclaw beer. Drink, drink mm. some Duclaw. Yeah. And nice. we've done that, and it's yeah. yeah. good. I like the Duclaw. Duclaw. That's how his wife says it. Duclaw. Is he married to Christopher Walken? I,
3: pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. She said that one night in a drunken stupor. She's like, I can't wait. We're going to go to Duclaw. And I'm like,
2: Dana,
0: What? <laughs> No, no, no. It's just my, I'm rubbing off on her. Yeah. And all the weird things that I say when I'm like, like, oh, I like onions. (laughs) You know, (laughs) she's like, what? And now now I'm rubbing off on her. You could rub off on
1: her if you were a monk, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, guys.
3: Happy Thanksgiving. Get yourself some Trappist beer, and uh, we're all drunk. Yeah, this was yeah. awesome.
1: Seriously, thanks, guys. Uh, thank, thank you, you man, very man. much Anytime. for having us. Anytime. I hope Anytime. you guys
0: enjoyed the uh, Trappists' uh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed them a lot. Uh, i You know? And we had one abbey in there just That's thrown true. in. yeah. yeah. And, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to drink uh, those last three that come in the mail, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe we'll just tag it on. Who knows? We'll tag it on. Put mm-hmm. it in
3: there. Slip it in while you're not looking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, monks cannot do that. Yeah, this mm. is true. there it is good night (laughs) all right curiosos we are in the second day of our tasting of trappist beers now pat and joel both had to go home Mm -hmm. uh we, we tried to get them to spend the night and you know we had sleeping bags yeah but they they said no we have to go home
3: work and lives and yeah i think they were drunk
0: I think they were. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we are here a second night for uh-huh. you, Curiosos, tasting this lovely Trappist uh, ales. So uh, if you literally, guys... it's not because we want to drink two days in a row, right? No. <laughs> um, basically, what happened was
3: they, uh, you know, lovely uh, U.S. Postal Service mm-hmm. uh, just didn't get around to delivering it in time, and it sat in the postal office for an extra day. Yeah, which was. Our Sad, only day. Because
0: it was Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it was, so there's no way they're gonna, we could get up there. Right, right. So
3: we're going to go through the last three remaining beers, and uh, we'll give you a little information, we'll try them, and uh, we'll give you where they rank in the, the newest to oldest chronology of the other ones that we tried with Pat
0: and Joel. Mm-hmm. And we're sorry it's a little bit out of order, but mm-hmm. it's the best we can do. It's the best we can do! <laughs> So, uh, up first, or rather up, what is it, ninth? Ninth. This is in between uh, the St.
3: Joseph's. Which uh, is the, the, the newest. Spencer. Yeah, the yeah, Spencer. One of the newest. Uh, and the Stift Ingersoll, which would be the eighth one that we tried, mm-hmm. you know, uh,
0: if you go in that order. So, this would be the Zundert mm-hmm. Trappist. Yep. Uh, so uh, Zunder Trappist was founded in 1899 by the monks of Konigshofen. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, another Trappist brewery that we we tried, um, well, a little bit earlier in this podcast. Yep. And this is in the, uh, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. Netherlands. And what are the other ones in the Netherlands again? You've got the uh, Konigshofen, La Trappe, and that's it. Just the two. So, so basically, the other Netherlands, uh, which apparently from what I understand, where it is in the Netherlands, it's just like right over the border. It, yeah. it's pretty much like honorary Belgium, <laughs> right right exactly. it's, it's literally like you could throw a stone and and hit the monastery from from Belgium. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, so some of the some of the Koneshoven monks decided to open up a, a different order in 1899 right. and created Zundert right And, and again, like pretty much all of these, uh, those monks
3: brewing throughout their history. Mm -hmm. Um, But then through the 90s after the lawsuits and the- the, uh, Authentic Trappist logo ordeal. Right, uh, right. They they decided to- Step up their game Mm -hmm. and go into production and uh, they were granted the permission to become an authentic Trappist beer in December 2013.
0: Well, like from, well, on the heels yeah. of St. Joseph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from what I understand, they they were having some problems with their agricultural practices. They kind of just they were ha- they couldn't I guess they couldn't survive off the land so much anymore. So they, right. they, that's why they decided to start brewing for you know for production right. as opposed to just brewing for themselves. Mm-hmm. So they uh, began the brewing process in October of 2011, and in 2013 in December. Um, they became the ninth official Trappist abbey to join the Authentic Trappist Product Club. And this is a pretty exclusive club. I mean, <laughs> there's uh, have what ten now ten. in the world? Yeah, so you have two in the Netherlands, yep. the rest are in Belgium and one in the United States and one in Austria and, and one in Austria. Yeah, and I mean, really, that's that's it. And that's the, all you get, people. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited to try this Zundert. Zundert and this is the only beer that they make this is their their first effort uh, yeah. into the into the into the brewing
3: uh, yeah it, full production uh this is an 8% alcohol beer holy smokes a beautiful gorgeous purple bottle with very you know filigree and it, it's looks amazing and there's that little tiny you the know trappist logo yep. on the back
0: yeah and uh, the beer itself has an awesome color it's uh like a I don't know, like a pruny sort of color, Cop- copperish, copper, yeah. And it's, look it's the way also, it
3: glints through the glass and, oh, it's and the beautiful. light, yeah.
0: And it, it smells great, and it's just the same thing that you get with all those other beers, where you have like those, those kind of like, it's just sort of like a fruity, mm-hmm. like dates and this is very datey. and yeah, it just yeah, this is that, really good,
3: like right off the nose. Mm-hmm.
0: And oh, tasting it, so it's got so much carbonation oh. for being like such a. For being like, bottle cured, yeah, yeah. But I, just, I guess that's so how that
3: works, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. we found out last night there were, you know, a few other ones that super bubbly, but they're tiny, tiny, like almost yeah, like a champagne. Bottle. Such
0: small bubbles. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like soda or something where you have like these big bubbles. But um, <sighs> no, this is awesome. It's nice and thick. Ooh. But when you say that, some people don't even like thick beer. But oh, the the mouth feel, the yeah, but well, they, they think when they when you say thick, oh, that's gross. That's like a, like a porter or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be that bitter, like dark motor oil. black, and it's not. That's yeah. not at all what this is. It, no, it's it's like um, you have like that fruit nut date kind of mm-hmm. like flavor, um, and, and it, but it's not just that. You you know you get like like all those you know you get some hops in there and everything else, but it's not yeah. it's not really strong hops yeah. so, you know it's not that really super strong bitter flavor
3: and uh, i'm not very very good on my uh you netherlandish my yeah netherlandish but it says ingredient water gersten sticker hop kruden and gist. so i'm guess guessing that's en en yeast. En yeast yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all, all of these very very simple recipes but that's yeah, I'm so getting complex. like complex. I'm getting like some caramel, some cinnamon, like some chocolate, some nutmeg. You get chocolate out of that? Yeah, a little bit. Out of the out of the smell, at least. I, yeah, maybe a little cocoa. Mm-hmm. Awesome, like velvety mouthfeel, and it kind of it kind of ends in like a spice, spicy. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't really, and that's that those phenols, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. The that esters gives and the that, phenols, yeah, mm-hmm, the, but the. Phenols are the spicy ones, like uh, like you you know you get that clove and that kind of thing that mm-hmm. the yeast are producing.
3: This one actually does give you a, a sort of a dry feeling on the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, like a uh, like a shiraz, like a wine. Mm-hmm. It's very very dry, like on the finish. Yeah, it's and not bitter.
0: My favorite thing to do with these is kind of like. I like them cold but, mm-hmm. but to just sort of swirl them and warm them up as you're tasting them
3: well it also cause helps. It, and it changes yeah, and it releases the aroma and the all the bubbles start to to rise and mm-hmm. mm, oh, this it smells like that um that stiffed to uh, no, Ingersoll and it kind of has that sort of le trap cheese that we tried last yeah. night mm-hmm. it has a little bit of that the hint
0: so I mean it's Kind of yeasty a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's awesome. It's really really good.
3: And there's the uh, the dregs. We are oh, still yeah. filling up Chris's uh, uh, little growler with all of the dregs from last night and tonight. And
0: uh, and I, I yeah, I really want to make sure that I get all these dregs. I'm gonna try and make a nice Munkenstein. <laughs> you know what I mean? A nice Munkenstein beer. And uh, and hopefully this will this will work out. I'm really excited about it. It's smelling great. So since last night, it's been kind of bubbling and sort of just sitting in here. And I'm trying to get as much yeast as I can from each each and every bottle. Now, how much of that uh, the the Goya malt the malt Goya did you put in there? I used uh, two little pony bottles, so I believe it should be six like 16 ounces, okay, or so. Um, now here's the thing is like if it kind of eats through that and it's becoming beer in there, mm-hmm. basically I'm gonna just kind of throw some more in it and there's different different methods where you can kind of take and wash the yeast where you basically you put it in some water and you're pouring off the yeast and you want to leave the tube, right. which is your your dead yeast at the very bottom. Okay. So and you can you can kind of tell the difference because your tube has got like a like a layer of brown on the bottom okay and then right above that you have like a layer of white. Yeah, it's really bubbly. <laughs> Very bubbly. And the layer of white is your live yeast. Okay. So basically, you pour some water into it so you can kind of see it. Yeah. You pour off the live yeast. And then you you put that in, you know, and then you mix that with some more beer and it becomes a, another starter. And you can put that in your fridge for up to about a year Ooh. and use that again. So, and and you could just keep on propagating that yeast, you know, yeah. over and over again. So if I go and I make this Mungenstein and I love it,
4: <laughs>
0: the dregs out of the bottle, you basically just pour, you know, out of your carboy, right. you basically just pour that into another smaller bottle. You get a little starter going and then you can... what they call cold crash it, which is basically you put it in the fridge and all the yeast just drops down to the bottom. And it just sort of sits down there dormant until you're ready to make another beer. nice.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and it'll stay alive for about a year. And then there's like the freeze-dried yeast and stuff like that. But that's not, I I don't have the, I can't do that. Right. (laughs) I can't make (laughs) freeze-dried yeast. Yeah. All right, so Joe has now poured Trappist a Yes,
3: this would be number seven in the newest to oldest chronology, if you guys are paying attention,
0: now this is also the one that we had such a hard time finding last year. Yeah, when we we lost the recording, mm-hmm. and now we're doing it for a, for a second time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is this one was really hard to find. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I mean the ver- the very last one that we're going to do is is even harder than this. Right, but this one was this one was up there, a- and a shell is probably one of the smallest. Uh, of all
3: of these, mm-hmm. in production, okay, they were first founded in 1648. This is also in in Belgium,
0: by some Dutch monks, no less,
3: from the West Mall
0: oh, Monastery.
3: Okay. Yes, basically, what happened was the Dutch monks built a, a, an abbey in 1648. The chapel became a you know full abbey by 1686. And it was destroyed during the period of the French Revolution. The French Revolution. That's right. Uh, In 1844, the ruins were rebuilt by monks from the West Mall Abbey. Mm -hmm. The first beer to be brewed on that site was the... This is going to be hard. Peter... Vatagy?
0: Peter Vatagy? Right. In
3: 1852. And 19 years later, in 1871, the site became... You guessed it—the Trappist monastery mm-hmm. of Achel, uh,
0: and yeah, they—that's when they started brewing their beer with regular activity. They started brewing all the time, so right. and uh, you know, available to buy. Um, mm-hmm. In 1914, during World War One, the monks left the abbey to. Due to German occupation. Of course. Uh huh. Uh, and the Germans, uh, dismantled the brewery. Yeah, they took a lot
3: of copper, all
0: all the tanks, and from a lot of these breweries. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's the whole thing is, you know, during wartime, if you can get your hands on stuff, it's, it's just like, it's like during World War II. If you've ever seen like Monument Men where they Mm -hmm. stole, they tried to steal all the paintings and, uh, you know, all that stuff, and it was basically for money. Yeah. You know, and that's what they were doing.
3: It's like, uh, in our Ouija episode, we talked about the, uh, the tin yes Ouija mm-hmm. boards mm-hmm. yeah they were pretty much confiscated for the war effort during World War Two in the, the U S yeah the Germans basically did the same thing with all these you know the copper tanks and pipes and stuff they
0: confiscated and melted them down and did you know made munitions and tanks out of them basically. Mm-hmm. So basically it wasn't until almost 1998 the monks decided to start brewing again Mm -hmm. and uh, monks from West Mall and Rochefort assisted uh, in building the new brewery and then in 2001, the brewery started releasing their Achel Uh again. So that's what we have now, the Achel, uh, what is it, the Achel 8?
3: Yes, this is the Brune, so the brown.
0: Oh, the brown, and it looks very brown. Uh, Joe's already poured it here and it is nice and nut brown. Achelle makes six beers. They make a Blonde 5, which is
3: typically just for the Abbey, uh, a Brune 5, the Brown Ale, a Blonde 8, a Brune 8. They also make a an Extra Blonde, which is 9.5% uh, alcohol, and an Extra Brune, which is a Quad.
0: So that's just basically, and like we were talking about the Quads uh, mm-hmm. before when we were talking last night, it, really the Quad isn't isn't necessarily called a quadruple by the most right, typically, right. but it is typically the highest alcohol beer that they produce and exactly. it's just it's just like those are usually like your christmas beers and stuff like that that's the like special, the celib- yeah, special yeah special occasion celebration sort of stuff yeah
3: yeah very much like the uh, the shimei we had last night which is the grand reserve mm-hmm. that's for they do it like once every year yeah you know
0: and just smelling it right off the bat i get a lot of caramel just, just right off the bat. And I'm gonna give it a little swirl and try to release some of those that effervescence, <laughs> as I like to call it. Right. Mm, that's awesome. I don't, I don't even know how to say it. Like, I wish, I wish I had more, more descriptors. I for, wish for there these was beers, like there...
3: smell a vision for these podcasts. Yeah, cause... I know.
0: I'll hold it up to the microphone. and You <laughs> right. guys tell just, me whether let's... you smell the yeasty goodness.
3: Give it a moment of silence. Ready? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very
0: caramelly. Oh, oh, and it's a brune. Yeah. Well, uh, typically the Ooh. the brunes as well are brewed with um with some kind of uh some kind of uh sour yeast. Yeah, and you can and really I am right tasting that. Yeah, the, the side of your tongue. Absolutely. Your sort of like puckery. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I didn't know that they brewed with sour yeast. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm only assuming, obvious, but I can taste it. Oh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Definitely. Like I didn't, re- I couldn't find it. You know what kind of yeast they use, but I definitely taste like some Britannomyces, like some, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. some off yeast, which is awesome. You would think like, oh, oh my beer's gone bad or whatever. <laughs> right. It's not it's like skunky. a skunk. It's not. But like a like a like a sour beer is not like a skunked beer. No. no. A sour beer is like, if you think about. You know, you know like warheads like those sour candies yeah it's kind of like that mixed with a beer so you just have that like that you know that that acid that's you know that just makes your mouth go crazy you mm-hmm. know what I mean that it has that sourness in a beer but that's produced by the yeast and, and people you know any kind of beer um, when
3: I was living in Colorado uh, I worked with a bunch of guys from El Salvador their favorite thing was you know tacate warm for some reason. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know why, with salt Mm -hmm. and lime, like they would just squeeze the hell out of these limes. Now
0: a lime that gives you that sour flavor. Exactly. Yeah. So you're adding that in, you know, post uh, post brewing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because a lot of the time, like uh, when you put, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, citrus into beer, Mm -hmm. you can't put it in at the beginning of the brewer. No, uh, because it yeah it doesn't like all that yeast doesn't like all that acidity, no, it'll kill all the yeast it'll yeah, yeah so you won't really get a good fermentation, but also not just that I mean there are mm-hmm. some yeasts that can handle it yeah you know that that don't yeah. like handle like fermenting orange juice and things like that mm-hmm. but um but it's it, that's those are typically wine yeasts yeah they they like all that hardier. acidity yeah yeah, and they'll they'll go up like a higher percentage, but you're mm-hmm. you're not getting it's it's producing totally different flavors than what you oh, yeah to produce yeah. beer, you know. But I like just kind of holding them in these Saint Bernardus goblets that yeah, we're that we doing tasting. I'm so happy we got these. Things. I know, <laughs> I know. But the, I like kind of holding it and warming it a little bit. You, you like know it, what I mean,
3: it warmed up a little.
0: Well, no, no, no. Just a little bit above what they are now. I mean, these these are what probably like, like somewhere in like the forty degrees. Oh yeah, is what you have but them chilled I think that's, to. That's the best. It is. But if if you just the whole. To me, what I like mm-hmm. as you're drinking these, yeah. it, I like to start off that cold, mm-hmm. right? You taste it, then you kind of swirl it around. You get some of the bubbles out more of it, you're smelling and the of it, aroma, and then you kind of warm it as you're drinking it. And mm-hmm. and as you do that, as you warm it and drink it at the same time, mm-hmm. the flavors start to change.
3: And that's like we were talking about last night mm-hmm. with the the cheeses. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. You can have a you know an amazing chunk of cheese, but if it's cold, you're not gonna get that. That sort of breathy aroma and yeah. you know the all the characteristics, unless it is room temperature.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, don't get me wrong. I would never drink a Coors, Coors Light warm, Bleh. but, and I'm not I'm not saying that I would I want to drink you know a, an Old Bruin or or something like that warm. Right. I'm saying just kind of letting it warm naturally in your hand as you drink it, and it and it really starts to give you different flavors, more flavors. Yeah. And things it, like that. It's
3: that old the old uh, melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Exactly, yeah. yeah. When in our life are we going to have all 10 Trappist beers
0: in our clutches? You mean besides last year? We did When the recording no, goes We only <laughs> had, last exploded. year we only had six of them. Yeah, we didn't have all of them. Literally, we got every single one of them this year. Yeah. Every single one of them. Every and, single yeah. one. Joe. Joe has nine out of ten caps sitting right in front of him, just sitting right there. Now. He's just drooling on them, <laughs> yeah. looking at them, and he's like, "That's this is great." Okay, so here's my idea, uh,
3: Curiosos. I've got two ideas for all of my my Trappist bottle caps. Number one, a belt buckle, which would be awesome. I do have a small belt buckle collection, and I've made a few belt buckles. And uh, and you can pick up a curioso belt buckle on our Zazzle account as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. It is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if I can find a large enough belt buckle mm-hmm. to hold all ten, yeah, and display them in all their glory, I will do that. That's the plan. Number two, I can get a nice little shadow box, you know, and maybe put the Trappist logo behind it mm-hmm. and display all ten in a nice, you know, little maybe six by six frame, you know, shadow box, and do it that way.
0: So you guys write I, in and... and I kind of like the belt buckle idea. I'm I really know. leaning towards it. Well, let's see what the uh, the Curiosos think. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll take their ideas.
3: Yeah, and I'll take pictures of the whole process, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys can be part of that. All Holy step. smokes.
0: What? Are we really here? <laughs> are we, we at are, the moment? We are at the moment. The, this is, I mean, this is like... This is the beer geeks moment. This is like... This is the moment, literally, we've all been waiting for. This is it. Yeah. You know? Like, the West Mall was amazing when yeah. we had it last uh, night. And that
3: is, that is, you know, like I said, that is the first. Yeah. You know, probably the oldest uh, brewing establishment. Yeah, I know Shimei was the first one with the label, you know, mm-hmm. after all the court stuff. But West Mall pretty much started the... Um, mass production, you know, uh, theory that, yes, we can do for our town, but guess what we could do for everybody around the country? You know, probably started off with just thinking, you know, maybe across the stream, down the hill, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it blossomed into this, like, international thing after the Trappist label. Then, of course, Shimei was the first one to get the label, but one of the most sought after, secretive.
0: And it, it's, it, it, yeah, it's mysterious, esoteric, if yeah, you will. Yeah, esoteric. yeah, esoteric. I mean, is is what we're going to be drinking next, which is the West Flatterin. West Flatterin. And not only just any West Flatterin. This is the West Flatterin twelve. Twelve. This is the one that you would <laughs> consider the, the quadruple. Yes. So this is this is the big boy. This is the big leagues. Like yeah.
3: best beer in the world, like what,
0: five, six years in a yeah, row? Yeah. It, it it but it's 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 considered like the best beer around the world yeah and the, my favorite part about this is is that the west and monks mm-hmm. do not care no it's not they're not brewing this beer for you no they are brewing this beer for their love of god they're yes. brewing it for their the people in their area mm-hmm. and other people want to get a hold of it and they don't care it doesn't yeah. matter no. they brew it for you know for for their their the art they grew yeah. it for you know for god so yeah.
3: their production has not increased you know in the past what 20 years mm-hmm. they just keep chugging along at the same rate yeah <laughs> like you know well sorry guys we're mm-hmm. it's not for you it's like, it's like the tortoise and the hare
0: you yeah. know what i mean yeah slow like, and you know. steady wins yeah. the race so
3: uh, this falls in our this would be number 2 mm-hmm. in our chronology with with
0: west mall being one because right. they are yeah the oldest now Here's the story, okay? You have West Flatterin, which is uh, the, you know, like we said, a lot of people think the best beer in the world. and if, if, if you darn really, good. If you just want to hear about West Flatterin, I, I mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. There's a 99% Invisible episode that's um, amazing, and you should definitely check that out. And right. It's all about the, the monks and what they do. Mm-hmm. But basically, uh, it's located in Watu, which is in West Flanders, which is the heart of the hops, uh, you know, hops land. Right. In Belgium, uh, uh, there was a brewery, St. Bernardus, mm-hmm. and the, uh, they were owned by the Trappist monks from Manducat's Abbey in France. Right. Who had left France for a safer ground in Belgium during an anti-clergy movement. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, they came to farm and, uh, and make cheese and sustain themselves uh, and improved the, the French you know, brewing methods mm-hmm. in Belgium. Okay. Uh, so uh, then during the Second World War, the nearby Trappist Monastery of Saint Sixtus, which is where the uh, which is where the West Flatterin is brewed. Right. Sixtus. Saint Sixtus. That's yes. what I said. Okay. Saint Sixtus. <laughs> so Saint Sixtus. Uh, they decided they didn't want to brew commercially anymore, so they engaged in an agreement uh, with uh, the Saint Bernardists to have them start making their beer. Right. Uh, now they had an agreement that they were going to do it for a period of 30 years, mm.
4: um,
0: and that ended actually after, I believe it was something like 46 years, they yeah. went on brewing it. So it went on for another 13 years, and it was... It, it ended it officially in 1992. In then. 1992. Right. Uh, they decided to not... St. Sixtus decided not to renew with the with the uh, the St. Bernardus monks. Right. Um, and now this all came about the same time when they were, you know, having the, the Trappist logo problem, mm-hmm. uh, and they decided they want to start having the, you know, actually have it on their, on own, their property. own property yeah. and own land and brew there, you know, by themselves. And, uh, and that's what they started doing. And they, you know, they, it's very hard to get, you have to literally go to the Abbey or go to yeah. one of the little cafes, you know. Around the abbey, you and to, that's how you get it. You have to call the abbey,
3: mm-hmm. give them, you know, your. I think it's your license plate. Yeah. Uh, so when they see you coming up the drive, they know you're on the list. Basically, mm-hmm. you called in, you know, ahead of time. You have your your car license plate as you pull in, and I think even still today, it's like two cases is your is your maximum.
0: Yeah, you're all you're getting is two cases, right? That's so you're it. like it's like so, twenty four, and minutes. not just that, but you're not always getting. The, the 12 no. you are not always getting the 12 sometimes you're getting the eight sometimes you're getting the six mm-hmm. it really depends on what they're selling that day right so and they're only open for maybe like two hours a day to sell mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. come in these these specific crates uh, that you're supposed to bring back yeah so that they can reuse recycle. them yeah. recycle and reuse and them again
3: what I found out is that a lot of these at least the the Belgian monasteries um, they have a recycling product uh, program for their bottles mm-hmm. so if you do have a you know uh, a roquefort bottle you can bring you know, it right back. Yeah. Bring it right back. They will reuse the same roquefort bottle. Mm-hmm. So it's just a constant so that bottle
0: may may have beer in it many, many, many times. So let's get into the like the little bit of the controversy, okay? okay. The controversy is that People say that St. Bernardus, which we tried a little bit of last night when we had our our guests here. St. Bernardus is still using the West Flatteran original yeast Mm. is what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, As where West Flatteran is using yeast from West Mall. So a lot of people think that the St. Bernardus is the original West Flatteran beer because it's the same recipe that they right. had the entire time. Right, right. Other people say that because they're brewing it in a monastery, that's what makes the West Flattern beer. Mm-hmm. So they're very similar beers using different yeast. And, you know, you can't get this West Flattern very easily. We, we went through, you know, I don't even want to talk about what we went through to get this, okay? <laughs> but we went through some stuff. Right. So we have the West Flattern as well as the St. Bernardus, and we're going to try them side by side yeah. uh, to see how they are, because there's, there's no reason not to. Right. So, right. we're going to crack open another uh, St. Bernardus 12. We have the West Flattern 12, and we're going to give it a shot.
3: One of the things I wanted to point out was there are only 26 Cistercian monks that reside in the Abbey of West Flattern. Only five of the monks run the brewery, and another five help out with the bottling.
0: It's a very, That's a very, very small. Production crew. Yeah, and you know what I mean. That's that's crazy. And uh, at one point in 2012, they did put out some what they called building bo- uh, building boxes. Right, because it was a, a very
3: bad storm mm-hmm. and
0: it ruined a lot of the abbey. So yeah. to so cover they, building costs. Yeah, that's why they put it out. But that's yeah. what they that's what they're making this beer for. They're making it to cover the costs of the abbey, cover the cost of living, mm-hmm. and then, you know, then they're giving the rest of it out to charity. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like it's not like they're keeping this money. That it's not they're not, they're not yeah, a no. commercial brewery. <laughs> no. You know, they are, but they're not keeping it, you know. They're they're giving it to the poor. They're giving it out to charity. And we talked a lot about that last night. So I'm really, really excited. This is like every beer geek's, like, just opus right here. I we're, We are literally trying a West Flatterin. Now, a lot of people call it a Westie, okay? I don't think that it should be called that. I think you should give it its due reserve and call it a West Flatterin. Now, pronunciation might be different. West
3: Flatterin? Yeah, it is W-E-S-T-V-L-E-T-E-R-E-N.
0: Good luck with that. Yeah. Now, there's also, there is, you know, as you, you pour this West Flatiron, and I just look in awe, um, there is this uh, thing where they talk about uh, Belgish beers, Belgian beers, where you should have like a like a two fingers full of foam and stuff like that at the very end. Okay. It's just, it, it's just a kind of like funny thing. But the way but, you
3: pour these beers, you ha- you can't do that.
0: Yeah, I know. But, it you know, but it's... You can have some foam on some of the beers, and that's perfectly fine. I prefer; I don't mind a little bit of foam because I think that means that you're actually bringing up some of the essence. You right. Know? Right. Ooh, it smells delicious. All right, here we go. We're gonna give it a shot. What do you smell, less, Joe? Less flattering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm, I'm still trying to calm down. Yeah. You know. Yeah, my heart's pounding. Right. <laughs> it really is. This is. It, it's, is like... it's like meeting the love of your life or something, right? Like. No, this is probably better. The girl of your dreams. This is probably better.
3: Oh, it's like. It's fruity, pruny. It kind of encompasses all of the other trappists
0: that we've got. You're had. getting like these dark like these dark notes, like kind of just chocolatey, sort of like just deep, dark, you know what I mean? Caramelly notes in the I, in the in the note, just smelling. Oh man. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's Here's go. Joe. This is our only time we're probably ever going to do this in our lives. <laughs> right. This is like bungee jumping, right? <laughs> right. No. You know, this is like jumping out of an airplane. i have bungee jumping like a billion times. I'll only do this probably once in Probably once in your life. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. Give it a shot. Oh. That is good.
3: <laughs> that is,
0: that's extremely good. That's fantastic.
3: It has all the wonderful notes that we had in all the other ones. Mm-hmm. But there's just something behind it. You
0: get that like buttery aftertaste. There's some, yeah. There's there's you get that? like I'm getting some phenols. Like you're getting, like on your tongue, I'm getting some spices. You know what I mean? But I do have like some of that buttery flavor, like you talked about. My mouth you know is I mean? watering. My mouth is watering. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. Wow, this is great. This is great. Thank you, thank you so much, West Flattered Monks. This is amazing beer. So I'm gonna do. I, I've just taken a taste of the West Flatterin. I'm gonna go mm. for a taste of the Saint Bernardus and okay. see see how that is. Yeah, they're very similar. Sim- there's something different though. There is something different. This is a. Li- this
3: doesn't have that buttery breath at the end.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, you're you're right. There is a, something a little bit different about the the West Flatterin.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Bernardus is an amazing beer. It is. It's absolutely amazing. But yeah, they are. They're very similar, but there's these like
1: little tiny There's some hints. changes. There's some oh, yeah. different notes.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I don't know whether the St. Bernardus is the uh. original West Flatterin or the West Flatterin is the original West Flatterin, but. Right. They're both, I mean, really, they're both winners here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously the St. Bernardus doesn't have the Trappist logo.
3: Well, you know what I think is uh, very funny and probably ironic is that we are drinking West Flatterin out of St. Bernardus goblets.
0: We are, we are.
3: <laughs> Which I don't know. If that's blasphemous. It's I don't know. But I couldn't afford uh, any
0: other West and yeah, swag. God, yeah, <laughs> we have the Saint Bernard. Besides the one yeah. bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is just amazing. Oh man, really good. This is this is the only time in our lives we're going to do wow. this, and uh, we're just savoring the moment. So I hope you guys are savoring it with us. I, yeah, we're going to yeah, take I'm, our time yeah. with these.
3: <laughs>
0: that's how I feel about it. Yeah, that's that needed to happen. I apologize. But uh, yeah, we're gonna take our time with these and just kind of drink them slowly and enjoy them for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, Curiosos, thank you so much for joining us with Trappists. Uh, we really appreciate it. And um, we'll have a follow up if I get this uh, Munkenstein going. Yeah, and that with that... all ten Trappist yeasts mm-hmm. uh, in one beer, and we'll let you know how that uh, turns out. And if you guys were were curious, uh, the Achel.
3: Of course, they're curious. They're ah. Curiosos, Joe. The Echelle, the Zundut, and the West Flatterin, I was able to order from a site called Belgiuminabox.com. And I don't know if they do big bulk orders, but I got a bottle each. It was very, very reasonable, especially for shipping and handling from Belgium. Um, And I got them, what, within eight days?
0: Yeah, just a few days. Yeah,
3: which, pretty amazing. So, if you guys are interested in, in at least getting a bottle of this stuff, check that site out.
0: Hey, is there any topics that you want us to cover? Anything that you want to talk to us about or let us know about? Email us feedback at thecurioso.com. Our Facebook, Facebook.com backslash the curioso podcast we tweet at curioso podcast and if you have any five-star reviews you'd like to give us on itunes please feel free Talk about Baltimore a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. We go other places and things like that, and you know, in the Northeast and stuff. But this is this is our home. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Joe's not from here, but Joe, you know, don't hold it against him.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome!
0: There's so much stuff
1: in here.
2: <laughs> stare into the dregs just, and the dregs I, I stare I am, back.
0: I know. I'm right. looking. At, I'm literally looking into the bottle like it's a like it's some kind of um,
2: divination. Pirate. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: I'm rolling the bones. You know what I mean? <laughs>